Boy, a lot has happened in the city of Corvosa in the past couple of days, that's to be sure. It's been an eventful week for our fine Varesian fellows here. After the loss of the... I don't know if beloved is an appropriate word for King Adred. He seemed to be was, beloved enough to inspire riots upon his death. Is he beloved enough, or is his wife, the now Queen Iliosa, disliked enough? Mm. Are they mutually, are they interchangeable? The opposite of mutually exclusive. Are they interchangeable? As far as riots are concerned, they That's probably fair. are. I mean, it could be a little cold. The city's had a difficult oh, week, to be certain. After the news broke and everything rapidly fell apart, our party here, brought together by strange occult means and embroiled in something entirely unrelated. It's called a ghost. Yeah, it was a ghost. It was a ghost. Yeah. Found themselves, but that doesn't sound as sexy as strange I don't. Uh, we went and talked to a ghost. A ghost sent us on a mission. Alright? A, wiz a wizard did it. A wizard's a lame. Uh, Ghosts are cool. I mean, a spirit. A bard did. A spirit. Spirit? Yeah. Spirit. Spirits from the other side. Spirit sent us on the holiest of all missions, uh, vengeful <laughs> murder. <laughs> <laughs> thus, our bonds formed in the immutable flame of vengeful murder. Uh, we have found ourselves rapidly getting further embroiled in the strange happenings of the city of Corvosa. Roped not into an audience, uh, not into just an audience with the new queen herself, but now tasked with aiding the Corvosan guard in a variety of clandestine operations. I was going to say unofficial, but they're not because you are reporting directly to the field marshal of the town guard. Oh, they're going to disavow the heck out of it if we get it rested up, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a little sus. We even have official badges to manage. It's probably None the things that they would maybe prefer you didn't wear the official badges because <laughs> I believe zero of you currently have them on. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I am just on the inside of my stomach. It's back at the barracks <laughs> with the cool new shield I got that I can't use. That is a fair point. Four of the emblems are back at the barracks. One of them we did bring with us inside of the goblin. He did eat his. Yeah. He did eat his. If we really need it, we do have it. Yep. <laughs> wait. Just in the pocket. Wait. <laughs> oh, I was about that. In, a in the goblin pocket is what we're going to call that, I suppose. That sounds uh, no, way we're not. worse than it is. No, we're not. We're not <laughs> calling it that <laughs> ever again. No. He ate it. No. I want to clarify. He ate Shut it. Shut up. He put it in his mouth. Shut up, Durf. No one wants to talk to you. I mean, to be fair, I eat trash all day. But... <laughs> It's got a point. After helping the guard and somewhat impressing our field marshal with our first mission to bring back a group of deserters, nearly all of them even alive. Uh, we brought them all th back, though. Thanks to John Double, Double Homicide, Homicide Tiller. <laughs> stop killing people. <laughs> the only one with a kill streak. No, who killed the, um, the kill old man? Streak. Oh, kill streak. streak. I only killed one. Streak. One streak. On the streak. One's and his was vengeance. So was mine. No. Are I got those, hit in the... Are those two holes not connected? This is why we're not talking about the Goblin Pocket. <laughs> because the Goblin Pocket is going to lead to more Pocket Edition conversations, and that's just not a road we want to go down. Squid, you should but, just make out. We... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. We... Sorry. We ended on our last episode two weeks ago with our one week off in the Pier of Eels End. A small cluster of more or less permanently moored ships overseen by a man 
known only by no other name as the King of Spiders exclusively. He certainly does not have any kind of an official name beyond that. Isn't Attempting like manly powers. Yes. That was it, right? Yes. Uh -huh. manly, manly powers, powers is his rightfully given name uh -huh. that he cast aside immediately to take a more intimidating title. I don't know. And a less like Bob the Paladin sort of thing that his crime buddies were going to make fun of. <laughs> we have been sent in with a small purse of a bribe, but so far unable to actually get in contact with the King of Spiders himself. We are attempting to recover, let's call it what it is, blackmail that the Corvosan Guard can use against a Chelish ambassador who is seeking to ignite political strife between the two nations. I suppose, does the city-state count as a nation? Yeah, uh, nation, it can, is, nation yeah. is a fairly ubiquitous term. I mean, it can be used in a lot of ways. Whenever that question comes, I think of Rome's a city-state. That's fair. Back in the day, ancient the Rome was a city-state. Yeah. yeah, Corvosa and Cheliax, because Cheliax is a lot bigger than we are. Like, a lot, a lot bigger. And in the current state of Corvosa, and it's not exactly anarchy, but it's not fully under control at the moment, it's probably for the best that we don't introduce additional problems. So as we left off, Darren was in the water next to the keel of the eel's end, uh, attempting to listen into the conversation some of the king's men were having up on the deck. Loblin is just, you know, on that deck partying, accomplishing the same thing and probably having a way better time. <laughs> I don't know. Socializing gives him anxiety, so maybe, maybe yeah, this he's is in his element. He's yeah. in his element. Arden is in the House of Clouds with a couple of uh, ladies of the evening, companions for the evening, the kind that you pay for. Hey, you know what? We had a, we're drinking. We're we're dishing. We're having gossip. We're having an amazing time. You're, uh, to be fair, really the only person who's learned anything about uh, Sir Powers, the King of Spiders, or Eel's End, really, uh, which is which could be helpful in getting you an audience, getting you in the door. I got a plan. Breath <laughs> is not even at Eel's End. Smartest guy Breath's here. like 200 feet away up in the shingles, the mishmash of rooftops and high-rises uh, that is kind of the city built above the city, as with nowhere left to expand on the small peninsula that is most of Corvosa. The porter districts simply grew upward in a very ramshackle fashion with plenty of little hidey holes for you and your comically oversized gun. And John... Boy, oh boy. This is... to become a serial killer. This is, this is going to be fun. John... Wanted to play Knivesies. Best game ever. <laughs> Your character is way more of a psychopath than I expected. To be Same. Know that. Same. <laughs> and you were worried about me. Sometimes <laughs> we have our like mental ideas of our own characters and what they're going to be, and then you hit the table and start playing, but and they turn into a complete psychopath. You right? hit the table, you start playing, they get hit in the face with two fish buckets. So... And you're like, you know what? I'm going to murder the entire world. You know what? That's it. That was the straw. <laughs> Measured and reasonable response. Blood behind me. You had headed into the Twin Tigers, uh, more or less a floating casino moored up to the Pier Reveals in here. 
Uh, well, there's a wide variety of dice and card games available, as well as drink and merriment. They have their performance on one end of the uh, of the hall, and on the other, Knivesies. So I'm curious, John, what is your understanding of Knivesies so far? What have you signed up for? Why don't you explain to the chat? All right, then. So as far as I understand, there's a knife in the center of the table. There's a bunch of coins on the table. You try to get the other man off the table, probably using the knife. But if you can get him off the table with us and that's even better. No blood. No chance of killing. That's what I understand. That's not wrong. Like, all of those things you said are correct. Those are... Those, it's an accurate summary. You are currently... You, the, actually, I was going to say having your left arm lashed aside, but you told them to take your main hand. Mm -hmm. So you are getting your right arm uh, lashed with these leather straps to your waist so that you are left only with your offhand as the uh, intimidatingly large gentleman who has taken you up on your offer of knives here across the table is having much the same done uh, and taking a couple of men and an attachment of a few straps together just to get them around the prodigious girth that he carries. He is a huge fellow. Uh, with a head almost completely free of hair anywhere. And uh, this naked brow kind of so far down on his forehead that it almost obscures his eyes. Uh, he's a massive man in, in every possible aspect of the word, standing what must be a little more than six and a half feet tall and built like a power lifter, like a lumberjack. He is a huge gentleman. With a kind of snide, toothy, well, what teeth are left, half grin on his face, looking across the table, just staring into John as these coins fly onto the table before you. I'm not afraid. No fear. No fear. I have that feet. <laughs> You're a fighter. I'm brave. You're a fighter. No fear. Gonna be fighting for his life in a minute. Yep. No, it's a perfectly fun game of Knivesies. Mm -hmm. Innocent, no one gets hurt. Have a good fun time. for everyone watching. <laughs> <laughs> fun for everyone not involved. Yes. So many of the spectators here tossing their coin onto the table um, are using these almost as bets, tossing them towards the center and then moving towards whichever of these competitors they're supporting. The vast majority, probably 80, 85% of the audience, uh, aligning themselves at the far end of the table from John, but a couple folk here Taking the long odds, taking the moonshot, you know, it pays real well if it happens to work out. As a cascade of coins wash onto the table here. Yeah, now I'm starting to get a little nervous watching all these coins at the table. You're about to watch why the housing market collapsed. It's definitely if uh, at least like several dozen uh, coppers and silvers being tossed out into a big pile here. Uh, even a couple of gold pieces for those that are particularly confident in their chosen suitor. But, as you're readied up, the two of you square up at opposite ends of this huge table. Again, it's probably like eight, nine feet long. Uh, it's a, like something you'd see in a feasting hall or back in the barracks at Citadel Volshvik. This man's still with a grin looking up at you. You even know what you're signed up for here, boy? Not at all. Real simple. Most coins wins. And if I get you off the table? I think that makes all the coins yours. 
<laughs> Only one rule, knives is real simple. And uh, he looks over to a guy at the side of the table who's a little bit more well-dressed. Uh, certainly not nobility, but well enough off. Uh, a little flashy, colorful, pinstripe vest uh, over and uh, like a beret, bright red, sort of cocked to one side with a feather cast out from the end. Who was holding this hooked knife in his hand. It would almost be underselling it to call it a dagger as the blade of this thing is a good six, seven inches. Uh, it's pretty large as it curves off, almost waving back a little into a cruel tip. It moves up, holding it in a reverse grip, blade down towards the table, looking at the two of you. And he looks over to your opponent here, and just smiles and nods, and then he looks over to you. Pulls back. As he does, the whole crowd calls out, One! Lowers it down, pulls back again, Two! Uh, brings it up for a last time as they all erupt in cheers, Three! As he slams it down the table. This huge man dives forth, launching himself up onto this wooden platform between the two of you, which is a motion I imagine you are going to match, but that is going to be initiative. Wee! I get to roll the first die. Two weeks. Hey. It's 14. 14, that's what I thought. Oh 21. 22. Ooh. Ooh. So as the two of you... You, uh, again, you're not entirely familiar with this. They're counting down, obviously. You saw one group playing this before, a little bit when you first wandered in, but they were kind of already getting into it. Uh, that moment of second-guessing of, do we just go? Do I just dive? Puts you a little bit behind as this man launches forward almost as the knife comes down, reaching out a big, meaty palm for the blade. Um, what is your reflex DC? Reflex DC does is... does not get to just take it for free for winning initiative, believe it or not. There is a game here. 18. Mm -hmm. 18. But you're putting... A, you're quick to react, and you're definitely a bit faster than this guy. And uh, as he reaches out for the knife here, he's, he fails to grab it. What, what are you doing to put this stuff? Um, I'm actually... I'm not going to... Let's see, I'm thinking I jump up on the table, but I'm not laying on the table. Like, I'm actually standing on the table. So when I see him reaching for the knife... Yeah, I just got up on the table, and I see him reaching for the knife, and I take my foot, and I sweep it, and I try to push it up behind me so he can't get to it. I'm not grabbing for it. I'm trying to kick it back away from him. As you kick the knife, uh, the weird curved tip of this causes it to uh, kind of flip out of the table in a direction you don't exactly expect but knocks it up away from his hand as he uh, immediately just slams his one hand down again, uh, pawing seemingly with no regard for his hand versus where the blade is, just trying to get a hold of this knife. And uh, he's failing again. He's not fast. What are you doing? At this point, as I see him reaching, grabbing for him, he's going to just get a good old kick to the head. Just... <laughs> And trying to get him to roll back a little bit more, get him away from the knife. Kind of stunned a little bit here. 
And what might be the world's first game of knivesies that devolves into a brawl before anyone even picks up the knife, which is surprisingly common. It happens more than you would think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he reacts by just swinging his arm up uh, towards towards you, almost towards your knees as you crouch up on the table. You're not so much in a punch as it is just a giant swipe. And this is going to be against your fort, do you see? Mm-hmm. 20. Fighter. And with that one... He is going to bring you down to the table with him. Um, so you are going to be flat-footed, as you have quite literally <laughs> your feet flattened here. But it is going to be your turn, so the knife is still on the table, as are the pile of coins. So, the coins aren't important. I'm going to take the knife. I'm going to reach for the knife. I'm going to grab for it. Make me an acrobatics check. Ooh, acrobatic. Acrobatic. No grab the knife. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a scramble. Uh -huh. For a 25. Look who's trained. I'm trained in acrobatics. Well, a 25. <laughs> uh, grabbing at the knife. Uh, he's not so much going to stop you as he is just going to take the opportunity to try and swing a big old fist. Uh, square at your face here, thinking he's got the muscle to just beat you out of the fight. Uh, mm -hmm. Because it does provoke. He's going to swing for 28 to hit you. You're flat-footed. It, it crits. Big fist. Oof. Tuck and roll. <laughs> Hero point cards. <laughs> As he hits, I'm just going to like try to this move with the hit. For. To minimize the impact to me. Talk and roll play after a creature hazard hits you with a strike. You take the minimum amount of damage and fall prone. Guess what? Already prone. Already prone. Well, you were, you're not prone. You're just flat-footed. Now you're prone. Which is, is also flat-footed. Flat uh, but also as a penalty to your attacks. But he he, he knocks you down, uh, almost like flipping you over the table here to a cheer from the crowd. Uh, you are going to grab the knife. Uh, and he's going to do minimum damage, which on a crit is going to be 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Wow. You lucky That's little... so scary. This man. He's a big guy. I see you that. You have the knife. All right. So with the knife now on my left hand, I'm going to make a swing at him like I'm aiming for his face, but this is not going to be what I'm aiming for. I'm going to feign. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Deception. Deception. Guess who is expert in deception? That guy. Ooh. I mean, you that's why no one knows you're a killer. killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's, He's doing, doing, the he doing it. He's going for it. Um, so 18 on the die, that makes a 26 total. <laughs> 26 is a critical hit. That's a critical faint. Critical faint. Critical faint. Faint. Right. Critical faint. Uh, critical. Oh, wait, it's versus his. Yeah, still critical faint too. Yep, that's also also correct. <laughs> Bro, that, that's a critical both. They're actually the same number. <laughs> AC and his perception DC. Turns out we don't have armor on. Your AC is not fantastic. Yeah. And now with that faint, as he's going through, I'm just gonna quickly readjust the momentum and bring it down, trying to stab through his hand on the table to pin his hand to the table. Fair enough. Give me a strike. Ah! Uh, they, they come back to haunt you. You re-roll them, they just come back. It's a natural one. Ooh. Big whiff as you, you, you're thrown pretty heavily off balance uh, by this guy's big old fist. Um, and 
that causes you to basically swing this knife down completely wildly into the table, like near a full foot away from where his hand is, as he is pivoting his attention now to just madly swiping for coin. Um, so, this is the typical progression of a Knives game. Someone gets the knife, other guy goes for the money. Exactly what you saw happening at the table previously has once again come to pass, and he's going to attempt to grab as much as he can. Uh, this is again against your reflex DC here. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a... 20. Okay, it beats my reflex DC. Does it provoke? Absolutely a move action, yep. Yep. We're gonna... Yeah. <laughs> <As> provokes, he... <laughs> provokes unless he critically succeeds, which he did not. He did not. So, as he's, as he's doing, it, just <laughs> bring it back up and stab again. It's a quick one. A six or so a seventeen total. Seventeen will hit him. Yep. It's a dagger. It's a dagger. Dagger C4, yep. Yep, it's a dagger. Still gonna hurt. It's still gonna be a dagger. Um five. A five. Points of damage. Five points of damage. And uh you catch across his hand with this. Uh, a pretty good uh, slash, sending a good amount of blood over the coins that he's sweeping here, but he is going to get a pretty decent handful of coins swept over his way. Um, him just really going for the big raking motion here, uh, trying to bring in as much as he can uh, at once, uh, just... After bringing those in, swiping them up under his body and sort of like rolling down onto them to keep him on his side of the table, pawing out for more. With that's not a d20. Roll d4. With a 19. Oh, doing good. He's gonna grab. Second swing, not as effective as the first. But he's got more than a dozen of these coins here. He's got probably about a, a third of the pile that he's able, able to sweep over very quickly in these two motions. Uh, now leaving these bloody smears across the table from where you've stabbed him. A third time for a 10, um, which is a failure or critical failure in reflex DC? It's just a failure. Okay. Still getting, uh, you, you weren't him off very well, getting literally a single coin on this, uh, this last sweep here and bringing this back to you. <laughs> All right. Well, at this point, the crowd around you is uh, cheering pretty explosively. Uh, the couple of guys that you're into the table losing their goddamn minds <laughs> at the fact that they might actually hit this absolute jackpot here. His side of the table, still very much into it, but a couple of the big burners. <laughs> come on. All right, my friends. Someone, I think it's about time you get off the table. Someone slipped a card into the coins. Ooh, they did. Here, do a crime slash murder. John. <laughs> You're a bad influence. It's what a filling here. It's a grazing blow. That sounds like exactly the kind of thing you want here. I thought that was done for. I'm just gonna blind trade. <laughs> That's what friends do. Safety measure. Just in case. Safety measure. I'm like, you guys are blowing that on the freaking knives fight. I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. Can you not believe that Derp is blowing resources in the night? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I've played with him for two what? years. I don't know why I'm surprised. Yeah. You mean Pepper's McHero points over I'm here? I'm literally going to go to the dance contest on the Pepper's uh, Ockerville. I'm just going <laughs> to attempt to shove him off the table. All right. He's a big boy. He looks weighty, but you know what? I've pushed cows. 
That's something I've done in my life. You've tipped cows. No, I've, I've had to push. <laughs> I've pushed cows. When they don't want to move, they're being particularly honorary. There's a scary place they don't want to go. Cows are very, very stupid. Much like this man. Cows are extremely stupid. On 18 on the die, so 27 total. Ooh. Ooh. 27. Das Boot. Push 27 push. will succeed. Ooh. So close. He's going to critically <laughs> succeed. He's a big boy. Uh, which is going to do largely what he had done to you in the beginning. Like, you. You're making him flat-footed with, uh, it's, it's successful, so he's flat-footed yep. with whatever you're doing here. So what are you, this, what are you doing? I'm trying to push him, get him a little weight shifted to make him not so sturdy, yeah. I guess. A surprising amount of pressure you can do when he's using the one arm that he has to sweep coins. And of course, the other arm is strapped to his side here. Um, so he doesn't really have any weight yeah. or anything push. other than just his body. So pushing him back, it's, it's almost strangely easy for you to basically roll him over and force him to kind of like recoil <laughs> back, like almost kind of feedly towards the end of the table, or away from the coins. So he's got to reach for there to get out there. And then we are going to push him again. This is yeah. just get off the table. I don't want roll to. Him I, all the way off. It's just roll catamaran. Off. <laughs> <laughs> That's that where you went with that. Yoshi's yes. Island. Oh, yeah. A natural 20. Oh! <laughs> it's either this or murder. What do you want? It's either this or I just look at the knife. I just, whatever. And I just pick myself up and just shove my entire body into him and throw all of my weight into him. Jeez, dude. I might not weigh more than him, but I do have a lot of heavy equipment on. And you, you sort of launch yourself up as he's all also pulled back here. Uh, and he, he tries to brace himself with his knees, but he's already pretty back towards his end of the table. And when he tries to brace up on his knees, he just hits the air at the end of the table and then like almost literally head over heels, topples backwards off of it onto the floor. Uh, his crowd dispersing quickly <laughs> to make room as he slams into the wooden deck of the Twin Tigers. <laughs> 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 Leaving you alone on the table here up above what's left of the stash of coins to an eruption of cheers and shouting and yelling from the onlookers, particularly like three dudes who decided to bet on you back there. Is this not Uh Something that would be audible to you two at the actual Eels in ship itself. You hear the twin tigers just erupt. Oh, oh what going on over that there? You could possibly I just see some people coming out like yeah. And something you know, like you would literally watch the twin tigers. That's <laughs> 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 the slight rock. Okay, I wish, I wish Reth was here to see this. This is exciting. <laughs> and they kind of they swarm up onto the table here. The uh, the audience rushing around. Uh, pulling the straps off of you to free your other hand as this guy uh, on the ground getting his hand free, uh, immediately cradling his other arm and turning thorough glance in your direction, but almost sulking uh, back away from the table here. Uh, you would see him stumbling out of the Twin Tigers, uh, blood dripping down onto the deck as he makes his way across over to the Golden Hawk. Uh, across the pier, leaving you content in your victory here, and with a nice um, extra four gold of profit in your pocket, mm. almost entirely in coppers and silvers. 
Uh, so it's a lot of coins. A pretty big heap you'd end up with. That was... That's still a decent amount of money, though. That was actually very exciting. Thank you for letting me play. This, I, you know what? You three men who voted who, who, towards me, let's go get a drink. <laughs> They're my new friends. I like you folk. I'll pay. I'll pay, of course. Well, John is hanging out with his new friends at the Twin Tigers after successfully knives. He's looking pretty good here. I can't wait to tell Russ about this. And Darren. <laughs> Back at the eel's end. Um, Darren, make me a perception check. And Floblin, make me a stealth check. Let's see if you have generally close by, you can kind of keep yourself. Got it. Is that a one? Indeed it was. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 25. <laughs> um, as this proceeds on Floblin, uh, you're finding yourself on this upper deck here, having a difficult time staying anywhere near this main door of this group of guards who are all now a little bit cognizant of your awareness, a little bit alerted, mm -hmm. um, and they uh, mostly just kind of stop whatever they're doing and sort of look at you, get the side eye and tell you sort of make your way back away into the crowd. Just kind of the, just, just don't mind me. I'm just, I'm just trying to enjoy the party. Don't mind me. So it's difficult for you to really pick up much of what they're saying, but Darren down below with their voice uh, and the, the sound uh, from these decks here just sort of works its way down between the ships, echoing off the holes uh, down to the water where you are. Would hear uh, a little more of the conversation. Uh, you would hear another voice approach. Uh, just... They all greet him. It's, it's clearly someone friendly, another guard, perhaps, mm -hmm. uh, with the group that you've been listening to talking outside of the King of Spiders' uh, chambers. You're not here. Uh, no? Here what? How would... I, what? Can you just tell us the story? Why are you always going to lead with that? No one's going to answer that question. <laughs> About the the king, Andred or whatever, and this, uh, this Fontaine lady, the artist. Uh, this is kind of a mumbled descent across the group. Yeah. Uh, word on the street is apparently they figured out who's responsible for poisoning him. It was an assassination. You, you can't be serious. Right, that's what I said. Uh, and the third voice, who, who would have even wanted to assassinate the king? It must not have been someone from Corvosa. No, that's the thing. It is. Uh, not only that, the, she had been brought into the castle just a couple of weeks prior to paint a portrait of King Adrian. That's how she had access to him. She had men on the inside, they said. Poisoned it with some kind of uh, powdered flour mixture, some alchemical nonsense. Well, cards, that's, so they caught her? Ah, oh, well, no, they, they know who it is, but apparently she's nowhere to be found. Cast us up in arms about it. Is that, is that why there's been so many guards outside the pier, up in the streets and the narrows recently? Uh, oh, uh, I don't know, possibly. I don't know, I just heard this from a bunch of people talking about it walking by. It seems we were talking to the town recently. Well, obviously, understandably so. And, uh, as you're listening down on this, this appears to be something that this, uh, this, this guard, uh, as they continue, um, 
talking a little bit further before this appears to be a switch and shifts mm. uh, as he stays and another pair of the uh, two that had been there uh, this entire time get up to leave uh, to go change posts up towards the front of the pier uh, that he's brought in from his posting out at the entrance. He was one of the two guards that you'd walk past when you first arrived at Eels End on the pier and had heard this from his passers-by. Wow. Stalking it? Unknown, but... This would definitely still be the uh, the thing they'd be continuing to discuss as you listen down there. That's kind of big news, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, maybe the queen can find her. Hopefully, the crowd might calm down if they can have a trial of some sort. Uh, all right. Well, good to hear that, but I don't think I'm going to hear anything else. Looking up at the completely boarded up sides of the Eels Inn. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's not going to be any, like, open windows back here or anything. Um, I, I think I was probably lucky to overhear that. So um, Darren's going to start to silently swim his way back to um, the, um, the Golden Hawk and uh, creep back inside his porthole that he left open uh, to get out of the river and have some time to drip dry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you make your way back inside, uh, Floblin, you would certainly be able to see this change of guard. Uh, as this man approached, and you would see uh, another uh, younger man that the two that had been at the start of the pier, you would recognize because you can see them, uh, that you walked past initially, come and uh, just take a seat at a table by himself on the lower tier, um, flagging down one of the uh, waitresses walking around with their trays of drinks um, and sitting and just kind of sipping alone, looking out over the water uh, out to the... Uh, to the east, out into the bay of the Jigari River, hmm. uh, and it's one of the guards that was that I met up front before we even approached the boats, right? The guards you'd walk past, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's a strong word, perhaps. But you would you would have seen him on the way in, uh, and you would see two more from up at this uh, table that had been discussing the play earlier uh, make their way out into the pier area to start doing their deck duty. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I'm still doing my goblin shuffle, and I'm just uh, gonna wait for the other guards to uh, you know get a safe distance to where they don't really overhear anything. And then I'm going to, you know, swipe a drink uh, from one of the waitresses and just kind of dance and, and sip and kind of work my way towards the guard that's sitting by himself. Oi, hello there. Bloody hell. What all the gods are you? I'm a, my name is Throblin. I'm a goblin. I'm an ifrit. You know, fire goblin, more or less. What the hell is an ifrit? Uh... Long story short, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a fire goblin. I'll put it that way. Anyway, I notice you've been drinking alone. Where are your friends? Not looking for company. I'm perfectly happy here, content. Oh, bit of a loner. Why so curious? Oh, just not too many uh, folks that... Uh, Seem like-minded and whatnot, and you seem like a pretty decent fellow. Why don't you make me a, a diplomacy check here to make an impression? We get to use mm. one of the explicitly listed functions of the diplomacy feature instead of whatever stupid idea we've come up with most recently. Which is great, <laughs> considering I am not trained at all. You're just walking up to this dude like, hey, is your name Opper? Opper what? No, Opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not the greatest role. But... Let me tell you about this latest but... this latest exciting MLM investment I'm in. Uh, with a 12, um, he's not 
hostile or anything. He is, in fact, far less rude to you than uh, probably the average person that you would meet throughout Corvosa. Uh, but he, he waves you off. He's not interested. He doesn't seem to be interested in company. Right, right. My apologies, then. I didn't mean to disturb you. Have a wonderful evening. And I just kind of casually go back into the crowd with my drink and my dancing. And then I'm while I'm doing this, I'm like, you know, like, crud, this didn't work at all. And so I'm just trying to see if maybe there's, like, any, another uh, way I can possibly, like, is there a way I can go around to the backside or just, you know, whatever part of the office where the spider cane is? Like, is there any other so way? The I can... difficulty is it's what's would normally be, like, the captain's quarters in a ship, which oh, is very yeah, much meant to be a fairly exclusive area that's basically accessed from this middle deck and nowhere else, really. Is there a way I can go below deck where there I'm would at? certainly be... I mean, it is a ship. There would certainly be access to below decks. Um, on the eel's end itself here, um, there would be a... Like many ships, a large... There's a name for this thing, and it escapes my mind. The uh, main hold access on right. the deck. The huge, like... 12 foot by 12 foot hatch that can be opened up for loading and unloading cargo that you okay. can usually hatch literally I'm going to uh, load in through it might literally just yeah. be called the hatch I'm but going it's called to the hatch. It's called the hatch. Yeah, the it's hatch. the hatch now I'm going to work my way towards that and just tr maybe try a different approach but the hatch itself is part of the main deck uh, so while the deck is occupied it becomes a large portion of the floor so it's not it's in the middle Mm. Of the area, there's tables on top of it. There's people on top of it. Mm. Um, it's certainly all but impossible to access while Eel's End is active. Um, what? In that case. But that's the only thing clearly visible from the deck level that would go down below. Right. Well, in that case, uh, if I, I'll just spend a few more minutes drinking, partying, and make, and but in reality, looking out to see if there's any other ways I can get below deck. If not, I'm gonna go back towards the uh, main area where you know the the ships are divided, and then maybe see if I can uh, spot one of my teammates and uh, see what they found out. Make and... me a performance check. Well, I'm thinking. <laughs> Like, lore sailing would be the answer, but um, I will accept society or crafting. Uh, <laughs> I am good at neither of those, so I'm just going to... Take gonna... poison. <laughs> Floblin's having a day. Floblin's having a tough time. Floblin is having a very tough time. He's too distracted with his, uh, with his drink and his dancing that he's not paying attention at all. That was a five. Yeah, the five. Flop is having fun. I've been way too much. Having fun. This, having him time. and John are having fun. Yeah. You making any progress? Probably not. No. You're having a great time. Having a great time. Um, so, Rev, as yeah. you're out here on the rooftop outside Eels End, uh, laying down, still looking over the decks here, uh, it's still relatively early in the evening, and there is still a lot of activity going around. You. The, you have seen Floblin moving about. You've seen him. Seen the torch to moving around. You've seen, you've seen the, the little torch head. He's Just... very easy to track. Um, but still, you would see no sign of any of the rest of your companions after they had disappeared in their various ships. Um, what you would see while you're up here on the outside is a kind of surprising amount of people that are out in the streets uh, down below you in Old Corvosa. Uh, typically, this time of the evening, uh, the traffic is really dying down there's not a large amount of people out here um but there's a kind of surprising amount of small groups of people gathered on porches 
or uh, just off the main roads throughout Old Corvosa and alleyways. Uh, gathering around, uh, usually bearing torches as the sun is set at this point, so it's fairly dark outside, making it fairly easy to pick all of them out. Um, make me... Probably also a perception check, I suppose, is what it would be. Alrighty. Well, uh, that's a nat 20 for a 28. Woohoo! Fair enough. Told you, I charge my dice before we start playing. You're an idiot. Well, the 28, uh, up here in the shingles, much the reverse of what's happening for, for Darren, uh, would be kind of benefiting you. They are, a lot of places, these streets, very narrow. Um, and some of them just kind of shoot up. They're not straight or smooth walls at all, as some of these buildings that are built on top of each other aren't even like a cohesive extension of the architecture down below. It's literally just like they built a shack on top of the building and they built a shack on top of that shack and it's it's haphazard and questionable at best. Uh, but it does cause voices to carry very well throughout these alleys and streets uh, as they echo up just between all of the walls. Uh, and you can hear a group down below having a less hushed conversation as an old man uh, is ranting uh, to a group of maybe four or five men and women around him. Uh, it's about time they finally got up and did something other than just taking their halberds and beating through the streets. And finally the Hell Knights have put up anything for justice. And uh, there's some sort of mutters. And, what? And you get the feeling this guy's probably kind of hard of hearing. And they say something a little bit louder, but it's a bit away from you and the voices that really carry up. Oh, no! Uh, the Hell Knights <laughs> of the Nail were... I thought they were leaving after everything that had happened with the King's death, but no. There's patrols of them back out looking for this artist, this Fontaine woman. The first good they've done for Corvos in years! And uh, one of the women of the group says something and looks over at her. What? And she says it a little <laughs> bit louder. What? <laughs> and you hear a sort of frustrated or shrill voice. We can't make out much of what it's saying. Nah! Forget her! She should hang! It was a good king! The first one Corvosa's had, and I've lived here damn as long as we've had a crimson throne, I'll have you know! <laughs> and uh, looking around at some of these groups throughout here, These people are distressed a little. Uh, many of these people, these, these groups, these little gatherings, there's maybe more torches than they need just for light. Maybe a couple too many pitchforks are starting to come out. Um, this is... Tempers are rising. Yeah, it, it's definitely nothing like what you emerged from the fishery to. Uh, back when you had first met all of your newfound heroes of Corvosa, you're not that. Shut up, no. And <laughs> I see it in your face. I'm going to stop you. Hawk. Or hook, <laughs> if you put it like That's what I meant. It's the hook. I said that at the beginning and no one listened to me. You just said hawk with an accent. Nope. 
I said it oh, three cool. sessions ago. Does anyone? Of, of Corvosa. Yeah. <laughs> old Corvosa. Of old Corvosa. That's what I mean. Not the like fuck. not like the crappy neighborhood, but like, you know, old Corvosa. <laughs> like the drinking song. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, absolutely nothing like that. But after a couple of days of what had seemed like tempers were starting to come back down, the city was coming back to normalcy. Uh, it seems like tensions are starting to flare up again. Um, you hmm. didn't hear all that Darren heard. You, so you've got different knowledge base here, but it definitely seems like there is a manhunt forming for someone, a woman named Fontaine. And there's not much more that you get from that. Uh, they don't speak directly of why or what she's done or who she is. Um, but you do hear that some of these folk are planning to move out to the Midland districts, uh, out down to the, back to, towards the south, out east of the Castle Corvosa, the main heart of the city, to look for her. To help. Help. <laughs> for justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has made a lot of people very angry, I'm not just certain. In this city, it seems very easy. <laughs> Kill the king. Yeah, just murder the king. Everyone hates you. (laughs) (laughs) Come, Darren, we're killing the king. Uh, Arden, as you are down below decks in the House of Clouds here, uh, hanging out, learning a little bit more directly about the King of Spiders himself, about this organization, really. Um, After you've been... Like, your process is... Longer. Expensive. Well, it's, it's, you're a lot more secluded from everything, as the House of Clouds is, is very much specifically built for that. Um, you would be able to tell, even as you're down here, that all of these tapestries and rugs and uh, curtains they have everywhere is as much for show as it is to dampen sound, not just yeah. from adjoining rooms, uh, but from the outside world. Uh, you are almost isolated down in your cabin with your couple ladies of the evening here who you are just hanging out drinking with and trying to learn what you can from them uh and and learning what you have really working your process here is certainly a system that is longer than diving into the river or walking directly up to the guards or playing freaking knivesies i was in this for the long so, haul yeah so you're you're uh, like i'm not i'm not forgetting you no no i i'm down here for four hours but you are down here for a while there's just not a ton no going i'm, on I'm having a great time we are dishing we are doing girl talk we are talking about all of the gossip not just the spider i want to know about all of the gossip nice. i want to know who's who i want to know what's what i want to know Who's been naughty and who's been nice? Covered that one. Hold on. I have dice for this. <sighs> Giving him a chance to use his rumor table. I'm just so happy. Tables. I'm just so happy Arden's making friends. <laughs> Even if he has to pay for them. I'm he so is happy Arden's friends. making progress. <laughs> none of the rest of us are. I play Progress? I, I thought we were here progress. to party. <laughs> You made um, progress. Half orc consort that you're with. You made progress. Very much happy to talk about something other than the literal pile of spiders that Eels End apparently is. Um, it would eventually turn. Like, it's kind of hard to fully avoid, uh, as you're talking gossip and things, uh, some that have been spurred by 
the recent events of the city, the loss of the king. And you're clearly, like, you're, you're not here for escapism. They've, they've picked up on that. So, well, they would probably normally shy away from, ah, oh, only the city outside wasn't on fire. That's clearly like, the kind of things you want to know. Well, it's actually sort of a perverse curiosity that at this point it feels like Eagle's End might be one of the safest places in all of Corvosa. The guards stretched as thin as they are, and Sable Company and dispatched just trying to quell peace as well as they can. That's, that's... It's got loyalty. The king certainly commands that. His guards and his crew are more than dedicated to what he's built here. No matter what happens outside of these ships in this pier, they won't be quick to leave him. They won't be quick to abandon the place. That's 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 what my my, my father said. And uh, the other girl pipes up. It's really works out well for a lot of well, I suppose the more typical clientele we see is you're anything but average. It's a place where they can put their fears at rest, where they can relax and open up, truly. He'll blush. But their seeming lack of interaction with the king and most of the operations of Eels and aside, they, they, you do get the feeling that they really do truly feel like they are safe and comfortable here. Um, they definitely see this as one of the better lines of work in Corvus, especially now, given all of the chaos and the rioting and the fires. But back out at the Golden Hawk, Darren climbs back inside, fortunately to no irritated shouting this time as you quietly lower yourself uh, back into the dimly lit chambers and the rows of mostly uh, abandoned cots in the middle deck of the ship. Uh, and then what? Uh, well, I'm going to stay put for about 15 minutes. Enough time to let all that river water kind of run off myself right now, and I'll just be left with some soggy boots. Fair enough. Not the first time. Uh, but more importantly, I won't be literally dripping everywhere I go. So ring out, and I'm going to spend a good amount of time kind of drying myself off. Um, and after that, um, my excursion wasn't the most profitable. I did hear an interesting rumor. I don't know. Apparently, it's to talk around, but uh, that could be something interesting to share. But I didn't really find anything interesting out about the King of Spiders. So I'm going to, um, after I give myself some time to dry and not look like I literally just took a dip in the river, <laughs> I'm going to uh, walk about and then try to just circulate through the boats and try to see if I can't find, um, find and hook up with the rest of the team. Okay. Um, John, after your, what would be not helpful, but certainly enjoyable, um, time drinking with your newfound friends at the table who certainly have come into a decent amount of coin thanks to you, what would you be doing? Um, John is, I guess at this point, the direct approach, I'm going to be asking people about the King of Spiders, just straight up, just anyone who will listen to me. It's like, I've heard about this king of spiders. Is he really a spider? Just throwing out the wildest, craziest ideas I have to see if people will rebuttal me with the truth. The vast majority, uh, especially, like, there's certainly the people that you're sitting here to talk to would answer with a shrug, having no knowledge nor interest in how exactly Eel's End is run. 
Uh, and the vast majority of them don't come here for anything other than the Twin Tigers, the House of Clouds, and in some circumstances, the, uh, the Dragon's Den. Uh, but that one would be certainly less common, uh, as that would require a decent bit more money than they have to throw away at the in the casino here. Uh, but make me a, a diplomacy check to gather information, sir. I can do that. See, unlike the rest of these fools, I'm trained in diplomacy. <laughs> John's the face. John 20. Fighter. Not a natural 20, just an unnatural you. 20, yeah. John Fighter. Dirty 20 is a phrase that I've heard recently that I'm really growing Whoa. attached to because it's a very easy way to separate it from the natural 20. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's more common than I thought because I hadn't heard it before, and then I got it from both the Ocalian Knights in town and hmm. then also the players on our Tuesday show with the Dat Network. So Dirty 20 is apparently generally commonly... I guess unnatural 20 we just doesn't that. sound right. A natural 20 is weird. And synthetic funky. 20 just sounds like you're trying to be a nerd. Prefer, False 20. I prefer the besmirched 20. Besmirched 20. Anyways. But Dirty 20 seems to be the solution that everybody else but us has already had to this conversation that we've had a few well, times about distinguishing the... 20s add, from the natural 20s. Add it to the vocabulary. Well, Let's we go. spent a month and a half talking about whether a pocket edition will fit in a pocket, so we can totally <laughs> hash the heck out of this. <laughs> With a dirty 20, um, talking to a couple of groups out here, asking with a much more direct approach, uh, you would end up uh, approached by one of the men that runs the Twin Tigers here, Rajik, who you had seen uh, before. Uh, they don't have like a staff of waiters or anything going around it is really just this one man rajik as the drinks is very much a side aspect of this he's just trying to keep everyone engaged and i guess these people at this point are perhaps addicted to poor decision making enough they don't need to be terribly intoxicated to keep doing what they do not to mention a lot of them are largely bringing their own supply which somewhat counterintuitively is something they almost promote it's less they have to deal with it's hard to run a bar out of a ship byob at least consistently. Uh, but he would come to you, uh, hands folded before him, very uh, easy to pick out as he approached with this bright red getup that he has, um, and would sort of, maybe not stop you, but you'd find him crossing your path, the smile on his face as he, as he turns up. Uh, greetings, my friends. You have had an admirable and impressive performance, admittedly. That's yeah, your... Uh, chosen table as he sort of looks over to where the Nizis has probably been abandoned since you went over there. It's not like it's something that's played constantly. Uh, you can I only play Nizis so frequently <laughs> and still. The bodily injuries. Arms. Yeah, it kind of stops that. It is uh, not common that we even have two pairs taking advantage of the table in an evening, and even less so that a new guest sees it and decides he simply must intervene. But. I have heard that you are asking some strange questions of my patrons. Is there something needful? I'm just curious. I hear about this king of spiders, and of course, my first thought of is a spider with a little tiny crown on its head. Because spiders have really small heads, unless you're talking about the big spiders that I ran onto on my way here to Colvoso from my home, which were very, very massive, like the size of a horse. Now, that's a much bigger crown than the little crown you put and, on the uh, spider head. He would laugh and uh, put a hand up on your shoulder and sort of guide you. 
out to the edge of this pavilion built onto the deck and out of the to the edge of the main casino floor. And then um, throw them in the water, right? <laughs> <laughs> that feet. Hey, just stop talking. Stab. <laughs> gone. <laughs> but you you would be led to the doorway around the same time that Darren would come up on the main deck of the Golden Hawk. So as you look around, you would clearly see Floblin um, still on the eel's end, doing eel's end things, Goblin Shuffle. Uh, but you would also see John on the Twin Tiger, Twin Tigers across the pier from you. Um, Disappear sort into the drink? Sort of cast against... <laughs> <laughs> huh. Cast against the light coming out from the doorway here. Okay. Silhouetted, but highlighted as visible as it's possible to be, really. The scythe. The scythe. The scythe's very obvious. Yeah, the scythe is very obvious. It's my flag. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And he, he smiles um, as he walks you over. You have a very curious mind and a very open mouth, my friend. Which... Is no flaw of personality to be certain, but here in Eel's End, uh, seeking such pointed information while carrying, well, quite as many weapons as a man as yourself is, gives. It's unnerving. Gives us a cause for some concern. That's fair. That's a very fair point. I don't know what it is you're after here specifically in Eel's End, but uh, Twin Tigers does not seek any trouble that the king of spiders may have or those who may seek to bring to him. So I give us the impression I was bringing trouble? I don't know, friend. I don't know. I Sometimes, as is the way of our fine parlor, many come here have to simply judge the risks, as well, I am doing with you. So I looked at... Well, well, I guess that's fair. With the king. Uh, and he po- points to the eel's end, the ship, up on the, the main deck. And says he holds his court up there in the cabin of the eel's end proper. Beyond that, there is not any guidance or assistance I can give you. But I hope you have enjoyed it's... your time at the Twin Tigers. And should you wish to return uh, for some more entertainment at a later day, you're more than welcome, my friend. This is... Is the king a nice man? If I have, as, as I actually do kind of want to meet him. Is he nice? Is he mean? Does he give off that threatening aura if he's going to kill you if you say the wrong thing? He. I don't like those kinds of people. Runs a very simple and very tight organization. A tight ship, you might say. Uh, you could. Uh, what dealings I and my brother have had with him have been that simply a business. Uh, so as to his demeanor, I cannot speak, nor do I think it would be wise if I could. Well then, thank you. I just offer my hand for a shake, just a firm handshake. Take it and kind of with a smile. Thank you for running a fine establishment. It was very enjoyable. Well, the drinks were cheap, but I guess that's not why you run the, the establishment. thanking you for your entertainment. You have kept the Nazis crowd very much enthralled this evening. Oh, this was fun. This is my pleasure. It's rare to see anyone walk away from that table completely unscathed. I hope you will uh, remain as safe this evening. Oh, same. Hi, uh, thank you. Completely unscathed, like he didn't take a critical punch to the hip. For for 10 damage. That's that's pretty unscathed. (laughs) It wasn't a cut. I do have a big old black eye. Look, he still has all 10 fingers. There, I guess I'll move up to see him coming down the gangplank. I'll move up to meet him. Um... Please tell me you had more luck. Well, I didn't get punched in the face. 
Okay, yes, that did happen. I forgot about that. Uh, let me take a look at it. But uh, did you learn anything aside from being on the party boat all the time? Um, absolutely nothing other than I look threatening. You looked threatening? I looked threatening. Did that get us a lot of information? Did that got us zero information. Fair enough. I went swimming in the river to circle the, the eels in. I went circling in the river to circle the eels in <laughs> I to see if I could overhear anything. Oh, I also made four gold. You made out way better than I did. <laughs> I stabbed the man. It's... <laughs> It's a game of Nicey's. Have you heard of it? I don't it's recommend you playing it. It sounds like the kind of game that would just draw you like a moth. Well, I'm hoping the stab would scare him off the table, but it turns out he was much more um, stubborn, like a mule. So I just kicked him off the table I instead. Don't, I don't even want to know about the game. I don't want to know what it's about. Well, it's very simple. You have a table. They put the knife in the middle. And you're going to explain it to me. They throw coins on the table to make bets on who's going to win. It's I won. Bet. Oh, okay. Are you All making right. a medicine check? Here? I'm making, yeah, I'm doing treat wounds. So <laughs> while Darren is sitting uh, probably off to the side of the main pier, this is wide enough to have some space down near the base of the gangplank between the Golden Hawk and the Twin Tower. Uh, the Twin Tigers, every time. I don't know. It's just, why is that autopilot in my mouth? The Twin Tigers. Um, Floblin, as you're looking around the main eel's end here, uh, not really finding any other easily accessible way. Uh, looking around at the bow of, ship, bow of the ship and looking out to the large, uh, what must have originally been a fishing platform, this is all now moored to, uh, you would see up near where the pier itself separates off the head uh, back to the shore, John and Darren uh, sat down near one of the main posts, uh, pile of crates. Uh, Darren does a little medical kit out tending to John's face. But holding the book for him the entire time. Not super obvious what exactly is is happening. There. But the first you'd seen any of your companions uh, reappear since you've made a deal. So. <sighs> Boy, what do those boys do now? Take another nice little sip here. <sighs> I uh, I finally stopped dancing. I'm like, and I'm grumbling and gobbling like, oh, like, oh, geez, what did they do now? And I come over. All right, boys, what'd you do now? I stabbed the man. Shocker. Only got punched <laughs> in the face for it, apparently. Did you kill anyone this time? I won this game. Did you That's kill? That's not the question he asked. <laughs> well, no, he walked away. He's... I think that might be his blood right there. No, no, that's not blood. I can't believe I'm saying this, but you and I are going to have to have a talk at some point. <laughs> it was a game. It was fair and scary. He tried to stab me first. What was his name called? Knivesies. Oh. Sounds like the type of game. Actually, you know. would know about knives. Yeah. Was <laughs> it lives in alleyways? Well, if it was a game of noises, I can't judge. Carry on, then. Goes back to sipping his booze. <laughs> Did you learn anything, Floblin? Aside from like, at least you didn't get punched in the face. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, Tie the bandage off. <laughs> Priorities, mate. Um, sadly, no. Uh, I mean, I learned about a play. A play? A play that's going on in town, but. Other than that, uh, they run very tight security around the uh, captain's den, unfortunately. But I've been trying to get a look around at the boat, see if there's like maybe a way I can get below deck, maybe you know burn a hole in the floor, you know, you know, by shooting a fireball in the ceiling or something, and sneak my way up there. But you know, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crowded. So even with my tiny body, uh, unfortunately, I can't exactly squeeze through those types of cracks and holes and crannies and whatnot. I didn't have much luck either. I tried to go ahead and eavesdrop it over here, but they've got it pretty well locked down. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at least I didn't get injured. So, you know, yeah, I didn't make any money, though, either. So I guess John's got something on us there. I mean, uh, 
it says. Has anyone seen Auden? Uh, no. I thought he was with you. No, I thought... I saw... I think I saw him go... Uh, that way, I think? I didn't well, see he's him not on the twin... The, he's not on the Golden Hawk. I just came from there. I mean, we can go after us. I'm pretty sure he had a good height adventure inside of everything. Right. Uh, yeah, it's Where a is it? Huh. huh. Uh, it's dark. Can't see. What uh, maybe a medicine check, um, I'm going to use my brand new assurance feat that I got ah. for level 3 to get a 15. So, we have engineered how that works, correct? Correct. Because I think we, we, we finally got there. Yeah. Assurance is an interesting feat. My medicine's a plus 7, but okay. that's with my 2 wisdom. Right. You do not actually get the wisdom modifier. Yeah, you just get the uh, proficiency. Um, so... With a 15, obviously, you now can treat fairly minor wounds, uh, like a black eye from being punched in the head, uh, without any real concerns. Uh, you would restore 2d8 health to John as you're talking here. Three. You suck at this. <laughs> All you did was you... The first time I tied your hand to your head because you didn't take it down when I told you to. You didn't tell me to take it down. <laughs> I was literally going to say you just like put your water skin. <laughs> I'm going to continue the action for the rest of the hour to double that. Oh, you have a continuous recovery. No, that no anyone can do that. Oh, you can just do that, right? That's just a passive thing. Continuous right? recovery would only take me another like 10, yeah. As we just wait for Auden. Is it, is it a half hour or is it an actual hour I have to work them? I think it is to use the Full rest hour. of the hour. Use the rest of the hour. And you will restore yeah. six mm -hmm. health to John instead of three. Yep. Which, during that time, um, as the three of you are gathered around, uh, just sort of waiting, uh, passing now an hour and a half after sundown, uh, the activity at Eel's End showing no real sign of slowing down. Um, this is, well, this is the old Corvosan nightlife. It's got basically everything you need. They have the brothel boat. They have the casino boat. They have the drug den boat. What else could you possibly ask for at Eel's End? see the riot walking past. <laughs> <laughs> Front row seats to riot. And, uh, and over, that, over that time, uh, during that hour, indeed, Reth, outside, you would see some of these groups uh, cross the bridges of the Narrows uh, heading out south into town. Um, it's some smaller groups of people, some of them headed more southwest, sort of angled out towards Castle Corvosa. Some of them headed straight south, uh, basically down the main road uh, running from north end of Corvosa down to the south that runs by most of the dock district and through the heart of Midland. Um, it's not like hundreds of people, but you would probably see a, maybe a dozen, two dozen leaving out to make their way to the city. Um, this late at night, an hour past sundown, you know, basically nothing uh, beyond bars and restaurants is open, and there are plenty of them here within Old Corvosa. Most of these people are probably not on their way to go try a new drinking hole. Um, it's starting to look a little concerning, but good news, as you see, you have found your friends. As uh, John very obviously emerges from the Twin Tigers, escorted by the most visible man on the planet behind a Floblin, um, and then joined by the most visible man on the planet, um, as well as Darren. Uh, you have eyes once more on everybody except Arden. And I saw where Arden went. Down, you would have seen that he went down to the House of Clouds, yes. So I'm you... not concerned about Arden. <laughs> it's probably fine. Arden's having the best night ever. Same. 
Before I leave, I'm gonna make sure that they smear a little bit of lipstick on my collar. <laughs> I'm gonna to... muss up my hair. I'm even gonna make sure that like they leave a little lipstick on like my cheek and uh, kind of like get their perfume on me a little before I walk out so that, you know, I look like I was, you know, I had a good time. You look like you got your money's worth. Yes. Um, so near the end of this hour, uh, sometime after you have done your best to kind of treat John, he's got six health back. Arden would finally make her way out from the House of Clouds, and the group of you are absolutely conspicuous. And it would be no difficulty just from the deck of the House of Clouds for Arden to see you. Again, largely thanks to the fact that Floblin exists. Um, <laughs> just doing this the whole time. The prettiest woman in the world <laughs> has kissed me. <laughs> and so you see Arden looking like, well, she just described he does, uh, come down to the group of you looking like he's had a hell of a time in the House of Clouds. <sighs> Should we, like, go retire somewhere not here and talk about what we found? Hmm. I yes. Mean, it'd be you don't have yet. to say anything, Arden. What? Nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might have one eye, but I can still see what's going on over here. Just, just doing the thing, you know, to make sure that I got, got appearances to keep up. You have. All right, then shall we just go? I guess discuss what no information we have. Yeah, probably. Because I have zero. As you're discussing this. A pair of the Eels End Guards uh, would walk by, uh, both of them coming down the pier from the entryway. Uh, and you would hear, they're making no efforts to hide their their conversation here. Uh, they haven't heard much of anything, really. Uh, yeah, well, and Floblin and Darren would recognize the face slash voice of one of the women that had just shifted, uh, moved their ships about an hour ago up from the main deck because they seem to now be just taking a patrol around the pier itself. If there's someone hiding out here that there isn't supposed to be, the king will root him out eventually. Uh, as long as we can figure out who it is, he always does. Someone will tell him. Someone always does. Uh, nobody wants to cross the king. But I thought the king was dead. Wrong king. king. Spiders. Oh. Spider king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's um, really confusing. I think. Should we just go talk to the king? No, no, I got a better idea. Well, we didn't make any progress. I made a lot of progress. Not, no, stop. Not what oh. you're thinking. Let's go talk. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll 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 talk. Um, fair enough. I right, go Floblin, do some jumping jacks so Reth gets a, see, can see that we're leaving. Oh, I got a better idea. I press the digitation like a little, you know, firework thing. Just if anyone asks, and when it some. explodes, it just makes a little. You know, little uh, little hand wave gesture. This uh, the ooze and ahs of some of the drunks gathered around on the on the fishing platform here. Uh, one of the pla the platform between all of the ships, probably being one of the safer places to stand mm -hmm. if you are notably intoxicated, <laughs> as it is not the deck of a ship, and even semi permanently moored as they are, it does not move as much as they do. It's easier to keep your footing on. So the group of you now all move up to the Eels End. 
Uh, I think we're getting away from the eels okay. end. We want to go talk somewhere about we can talk private. And kind of talk about what we all learned or oh. didn't learn in most cases. Oh, I thought cases. you were going to talk to the king. No, no, I, no, I mean, I'm all for it, but I they're not. Imagine if this entire time you could have just gone up and been like, yeah, we're here to ask oh, the king we, a favor. Well, we totally we can't. Can. We just can. want to find a better inn than just here, give much, here, bribe, tell us. <laughs> Imagine if he's he might like, just go oh, like, exactly. Well, that looks, know. hey guys. Yeah, but that looks great, but I don't think <laughs> twice as much or something. Or That's why we only give him half the gold we have. It's very uncreative. Well, here, let's. I thought that was very it, you seem to have You seem to have learned something. Let's go find a place to talk. <sighs> so the four of you could, uh, I mean, you can <sighs> come and go as you please for, please for Meals End, as there are plenty of people that frequently God, do. God, I'm um, tired. Making your way back to shore and to a uh, somewhat secluded area. Um, and as you leave the pier and make your way to back onto dry land, onto the riverbanks here, uh, you, without your elevated position, can't see quite as much as Reth does. Uh, but would know that there seems to be kind of a surprising amount of people that just hang out at an old Corvosa out on their porches or out the street corners mm -hmm. in what is getting near to the middle of the night. But you could find your place, uh, find yourselves a perfectly secluded private place with no real difficulty. Uh -oh. Okay. Is so someone signal for us, or is he not going to join in on the plan? I, I, I think we did s signal for him. I mean, I can do it again if you want. Breath would very clearly have seen the group of you approaching, so... I would probably just find a rooftop near them and drop down <laughs> somewhere. Drops into the group of you. Avoiding, like, being spotted going to where they were. Right. Uh, and, and making way throughout the shingles, there are so many strange little nooks and crannies and strange pass uh, passages and cutaways. Uh, ramshackle holes through unoccupied buildings that are forming almost makeshift holes throughout this unofficial district. At least two other snipers on the roof, all pretending <laughs> not to have seen each other. <laughs> Professional courtesy. Just walk right past each other. <laughs> this one over your shoulder. Uh, and as, as soon as you start to discuss breath, it's literally... You see boots swing down over the eve above you, and Reth quietly just drops into the alley with you. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Oh, howdy. A weight off my shoulder and a worry gone. I was afraid you were dead up there. Well, Why would I be dead? Well, I, that, that was my question. What is with you and th your preoccupation with death? I've heard everything that lives up in the shingles, and every single one of them sounds terrifying. Spiders, imps. Some of the other stuff that I don't remember, I don't even remember. They just remember being scared of them. I mean, I don't blame him. My cousin got eaten by one of one of them. So, so, so the, the the king of the spiders is 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 manly powers. Who? What? Yes. What? Like he has them or? No, no, no. no. That that's his name. He 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 came. God, from no wonder he changed to king yeah, of spiders. I reckon you probably don't want to be calling him that. The kind of that's embarrassing. Told you that. Yeah, the film yeah. marshal told us this. Yeah. This is not different. This, 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 this is not new. But 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 his name. Is, is manly powers and he he likes he likes gifts he likes gifts that kind of promote his legend he, he's got this whole thing where he actually d d does talk to spiders and they, and they live in his room and he actually uh, has drakes too like like pet drakes that 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 are around him huh hmm. and so so I was I was thinking so we want to get get his attention and we want to give him a, a gift. That money is all well and good, but it won't pique his interest. We need to, to get him something that, that will pique his interest, and then I can turn into a spider and go talk to him. So what you're saying is we need to find something to inflate his ego even further that could be useful to him, and that will probably get him to talk. 
And then you said spider. something completely different on the last sentence. Well, well you see, see, we... we That's like a hard left. <laughs> we we want to get in to, to talk to him, and, and we want to catch his attention before we give him the gift. So he, he likes spiders, and I can talk to spiders, and I can become a spider. You you, you can become a spider? Yeah. Please never do that. Please don't. <laughs> Please. But... but so, so we, I, I can go uh, get get Nin for us, and and then we can we can give I mean, him a gift. I mean, a spider themed gift honestly would probably make sense if we could go get one. I have a slightly better idea. I, I could turn you into a spider. That's a worse idea. <laughs> that would be very uncomfortable, actually. How would so, you... in particular, there's a as you can see, just pointing around. There's a lot of people out with torches, pitchforks, clubs, shovels, knives. There's going to be another riot tonight. Because they're looking for this Fontaine individual who apparently poisoned the king. Oh, yeah. I was hearing the guards talk about her. So what, what if we find her, or him, whoever they might be, and hand them over to the Spider King? Why would we not just hand them because over to the then guard? Because he takes the credit for it. Promotes his legend. But I think finding a fugitive hiding in the city who was able to escape the the castle is way harder than just making a nice spider statue. One second. Didn't the gods that passed us while we were sitting out there and you were doing such a wonderful job as this black guy mentioned something about someone hiding in the eels end? No, no, no one hides in the eels. They said that they thought somebody was hiding around here somewhere, but I mean, it could have been anyone. What if it was... I mean, this out of coincidence is in the entirety of the world. So, you know, that's finding a brooch that belongs to the queen that she lost. What if it's just this person that he was just mentioning? Fontaine. Fontaine. I, I, I mean, honestly, if, if you want to tra- track somebody, I'm, I'm, that's, that's what I do. Well, if you reckon I, you can find them, but they might be hiding there. The issue is we have no description. They're an artist. <laughs> Their name's Fontaine. Hmm. I'm sure they're I mean, going right by. I'm mean, a lady carrying a paintbrush and several <laughs> colorful <laughs> So I, I don't know exactly what you expect. We'll just we'll just go check the logbook at the Golden Hawk and I see mean, if she signed in. Is, what did you sign in as again? Shadow Hawk. That's right. We don't know that. Yet. <laughs> and they never will. Check <laughs> Shadow Hawk. Now I can tell you one thing for certain: an artist ain't gonna have hard working hands. They're not gonna look like they're a dock worker, nothing I, like that. I, I can't, I can't track hands. You look at hands, you don't track hands. What, what I'm saying is, the, the Eelsland is a big place, and I, I, I need some place. We need some place to at least start. Well, what you're gonna do is you're gonna walk over on that pier right there, and that's where you're gonna start. You that just want to goes ch- to the other boats, and you go one to the other, and just, you look for. You just want to check the hands of everybody in I the eels. In how to find an artist? That's about it makes as much That's sense as just point. yelling out the name Fontaine and seeing who responds. Can, can, that might actually work. <laughs> <laughs> People in the city ain't brightest. If if this person is, is hi- hiding in in eels end. Uh, Either the sp- spider knows about it or or gave per- permission for it, or else why would he do something to, to, to the bother spider, the guards so much? The spider doesn't let criminals hide in but, his establishment. But, but that's my point. What, why would he do that? Well, he's not. That, he's then not they're, letting they're, them. They're coming here to hide. They're not, but not with his permission. But, but why would they ch- choose this place? The, 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 the spider it's finds just, if it's an outsider and they don't know. I didn't know any better until yesterday. So, so, I didn't even know this place existed, Fa- honestly. Fontaine's a, a foreigner. Yeah. 
and but and I have never come to this area of town before. And it's it, not inconceivable she wouldn't know. And it's probably the fact that she heard that this is the safest place to be in the entire city. I mean, regardless, I think capturing Fontaine is important, but I think if we capture her, we should bring her to the guard for justice, not turn her over to a crime boss. Well, as a crime... Who will then Get, we should just, I, I don't know. The crime boss would turn her over to the guard like he does with every criminal he catches in his establishment. And uh, he takes full credit for and it then he and takes rewards us. Bingo. See, I like this man. I like how you think. I I actually have a suggestion on possibly finding Fontaine, if if I may. Um, Does it involve more big fire hands in this guy? That was... No, but... Terrifying. You know, fun idea, but no. Um, no, well, I was just thinking... Hmm, if we're going to find this Fontaine, you know, we know that it's an artist and in a very, very sketchy situation. So, best way to catch a criminal is to think like one. And guess who has some knowledge? John. Well, I have yes. no knowledge of criminals. <laughs> and yet you have murder. the most murders. <laughs> Granted, I, I haven't no committed it. knowledge of other criminals. <laughs> Granted, yeah, I haven't committed murder, but I did. Yeah. You did kill a man. That was pure revenge, and I had my rights. That is murder. That is justice. That no, is murder. That was justified homicide. And the two I did was not? It doesn't count if I felt like he deserved it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but your honor, he was kind of a dick. <laughs> well, fair enough, overruled. <laughs> Point is. If, if, if you have c connections, we, we have bribe money. I mean, that's the point. I mean, I got you that one meeting, didn't I, to help, you know, to get us started in the first place. I mean, wait, wait. Why don't this we? Why don't we go b back to that guy and and see what information we we can get, and we can sh share credit with him. He he might want to get one in with the spider, and, mm. and and if we can get him this 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 might be a really really nice feather in his cap. I mean, building an alliance is difficult in the underworld. However, I do think it's a viable idea indeed, so we can give it a shot. I he, mean, he doesn't trade with money, he trades with favors, remember? That's true. Do we, we have any other favors that we can give him? Information for information? I don't I think we're pretty tapped out. I mean, I'm I, I think we can probably muster something up. Oh, we can just do more IOUs for later. What, what I'm what I'm I don't saying like is that idea at all. I don't like you roping me into giving what? some unknown man an IOU with well, my listen, name on your it. Your reputation. What, what I'm trying to say is this: this guy is a is is a listener, not not a doer. So if if he wants to get out and, and do something, he has to find somebody to do it for him. And if he wants an, an in with the spider, he can't just just get it. An in with the spider is what we're offering. That's the gift. Seems like we're going way more it's... complicated than we need to. I think well, we just I take just... some of the gift money, buy a nice looking spider statue, give it to him with the rest of the gift money, and I think it'll work. I don't, I mean, you capturing go... the fugitive is great, but I think it's an entirely separate thing that we should focus on. Well, then go find a spider statue. In the middle of the night? No, we'd, we'd come back tomorrow. What was the scope of this project? I well, thought we were doing this tonight. I thought our mission was to do this tonight. No, no. They get an audience with the spider tonight. I, I, that wasn't my understanding. It was that That was my understanding. I figured I mean, we're on a one-night kind of deal here. I mean, we could compromise and just do half the group, do, do the spider statue, and then the other half furthers the investigation of Fontaine. I mean, I don't even think we need half. <laughs> what do I know? I don't, I don't know nothing. I don't know anything statue. either, apparently. I, I misunderstood find, the whole idea. I, I, was, I was thinking uh, less, less... was very much a mission of urgency. They That's, need something against this Chelish ambassador, like... 
post haste. Immediately. Yeah, that's I, what I thought. I, I was. This is a super urgent. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so. Needs so to happen tonight. I, I, okay. So right here in the mission version. Urgent. Let less uh, a spider statue and and more something uh, a little bit more uh, in, enticing and, and esoteric. Uh, You're not turning yourself into a spider as a gift for the spider. All right, no, but but. Uh, what, what time is what it? about I don't a, have a watch. spider silk uh, cloak? Something that is is made out of spider silk that that might appeal to his uh, vanity, and it would be r- really cool. Well, to John's you point, turn into a spider and poop out a coat. I. It's the same time. Might be able to. It is midnight. <laughs> I'm assuming, judging on the position of the moon. I it is. It is. Uh, at this point, Darko thirty. Like a couple hours after sundown. It's yeah. It's dark o'clock. Um, I don't think any reputable shop would be open at this time. I, I, well, I don't know. I, I maybe, maybe, maybe there's maybe, disreputable shops. Maybe, maybe I already thought of it. We'll go to the black market. <laughs> they only open at night because <laughs> it's the black market. Um, <laughs> did you not? I think you used your prescient planner. You earlier. did. You mm-hmm. definitely used it. You did. Yeah. So, I'm just gonna go back on the boat and just try my luck with. Finding someone for an hours and just give up and go just give some money to go have an audience with the Spider King. I has the money on me, so I'm gonna go with him just in case. I just I feel like we just search around for a little bit. We don't get any information. We just go directly, just direct approach. Because uh, honestly, the audience with the Spider King is just to get dirt on the Cellist Ambassador. That is it. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point. So it doesn't really matter anything else. All of this from bloggerly. That isn't a word. Um, Are you sure? You had me fooled. <laughs> I would have believed you. This isn't is the wood. This is now a wood. But we just go get... Sounds like some regular Tom Fuller to me. That's about it. I like flumbloggery better. Uh, I'm just going back on the boat now. It's been a very long day. Come come with me. I got punched sure. in the face. Will you come with us? Right. I, uh, nope. We're going shopping. Why are we going shopping? It's the middle of the night. Press, do me a favor. All right, I know you don't have very good sight on people's faces, but if you see anyone suspicious, signal somehow. I don't know how I've you can signal. I've been seeing a whole lot of suspicious. Just, I mean, look where we are. The best signal I can give you is I can shoot my gun. No one's going to hear it. I can shoot something <laughs> near you. That ain't going to work too well. Someone's going to notice. This is awful. This is the awful. Barrel next to you blows up. That's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> also, we need a better signal. <laughs> oh, wait. We do need a better signal. Oh, well, oh, whatever. Okay, okay, give me the money. No. Oh, here. I just... Give me the... Thank you. The bride. The bag of rocks. The bag of rocks. <laughs> no, no, give me the money. I give her the bribe money. Give him the bribe money. Thank, thank you. You don't think I know what a bag of rocks feels like? Come on, I, I was born and isn't, raised with rocks. I don't even have a bag of rocks. I don't have a bag of rocks. <laughs> technically, <laughs> the bag of money is the bag of rocks. Yeah, technically, a bag full of coins is just... Processed rocks. Okay. Anyways. Not I'm wrong, but continue. I'm going back on the boat. And I'm going to, I can't believe what I'm saying this, keep him out of trouble. I am perfectly fine with talking to people. It's not like they're trying to stab me and I'm trying to stab them. This is a completely different scenario. All you have to do is turn it's sideways. And, <laughs> all you have to do is turn sideways and somebody's going to get stabbed in the face. I'm taller than most of the people here and the side set is up here and it is wrapped. 
Very safe. Practice blade safety. Right, I'm going with him. Anyway. All you gotta do, <laughs> try and find Fontaine. If they're not there, they're not there. It's not like we can scour the whole city for him. We're no. five people. Uh -oh. It's just the okay. boats. You're, you're my guard, and I idea, have been I guess. sent out to find something extremely esoteric for uh, a lordling who wants it now because they are spoiled, and they gave me this m money to go buy it, and, and we're going to find it. Sure. You know you don't have to in, lie. In old Corvosa. I mean, like, you can honestly, you can just say, like, you know, I, I need to buy something. If the place is open, we can just go buy it. You could literally walk up to the Spider King's boat, say, I got some money and I'd like to buy some information, and he'd probably agree to see you. So, anyways, is it doing that? We're doing this. We meet back up in... It's on snow. Couple hours. Sure. I, can't... I do love, like, the incredible plan-making and decision-making going on at this table versus, like, the Chris the Crimson Throne written intention. Artist on boat. Find artist when. <laughs> of getting an audience. And, like, it's... It's two sentences. It seems so easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally take money, give the guard, get in. Yeah. That, that, that's, that, that's stupid. He's not gonna. He's not but, gonna let us in. But it's like you, well, you got to get to him before you can get to the give money thing. But it's just like it's just funny the contrast between what's on this paper and this is pretty solid. So it, you. They fight. It's the same equivalent. We killed all your guards. CR4. Here's a bag of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, the give you. Split with Floblin and John heading back into Eels and Pier to try to find this. It's not even trying at this point. Literally nothing but a name. Um, as the rest of you head out into town at, I'm not like a, I'm not going along on the shopping trip. Oh, I thought you were going with them. They're gonna go to nothing. Accurate, but do you want to go to the Eels and <laughs> I nothing? I know they're going the to nothing. nothing. I'd rather stay at the Hear Nothing. Okay, you're gonna stay at the Hear Nothing with these two. Um, where after an hour. Of peeking around Eel's End. Nothing. It becomes incredibly apparent that if the Spontane Woman was here, she would be impossible to find, given, you know... I just want to give them the money and get in. How works. Hmm. Uh, Darren and Harden... So, win-win for me, because I still have my whiskey. That's, he's just drinking. Having a great time. <laughs> Darren and Arden head out into a Corvosa that's... Seems to be heading back towards Anarchy at 11 p.m. Uh, to try to find a spider statue store. Um, <laughs> no, no, we're trying to find somebody selling uh, something interesting. And it seems that Some as selling hands. Yes. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> or as, if, if we, as you look through the it, town, if we overhear discount. some information, that that would be nice too. Things are a little tense. I'm gonna go back to that word. Uh, and as a matter of fact, even many of the bars that you would expect to be open throughout Old Corvosa seem to have shuttered their doors for the evening. Um, those that are open. Uh, there and the doors are even open. Their interiors seem to be all but dark. Um, most of what crowd would be inside gathered around in the street out front. Many people are clearly making their way towards the narrows across the bridge and towards the heart of Corvosa, uh, sort of gathering as these these small groups that had uh, the Reth had been seeing before are starting to coalesce. Uh, into some larger, 
not gonna say mobs, but mobs. <laughs> Groupings uh, of individuals coming together for a common cause. Well, I, for a common scavenger hunt. Well, if we can't bring him, we're joining in. If we can't bring him stuff, maybe we can bring him information. Uh, and you hey, would certainly, <laughs> you would certainly like it easily with no difficulty be hearing as you're walking around more whispers around this Fontaine woman um, about the artist who had been brought into the Castle Corvosa directly um, against apparently the watch captain of the castle's vice as you know, she had not been able to be properly vetted. Um, they, the king had taken a risk to give this unknown woman uh, from no real background, of no real name or station, an opportunity, uh, brought into the castle, uh, into the very halls of King Eadred himself over the course of weeks to paint this, uh, to work on this magnificent portrait of him, and that all of this was played into an elaborate assassination. Uh, You hear uh, two dozen different theories and rumors about the specifics of the how and the what of the poisoning. Uh, but... Any description of her? Lots. Lots <laughs> of descriptions of her. You can get, uh, you can have your choice of a huge variety of descriptions gotcha. of Fontaine. Uh, because again, this woman seems to be largely an unknown. She's not like a prolific uh, high aristocracy artist throughout Corvosa. She was an unknown. Um, there's most of the common agreement seems to be that she lives towards Midland. Uh, but whether that's in Westock or Pillar Hill, even up in five, uh, five Corners, some people even claiming she lives up in Ridgefield or even in the Narrows itself. Um, it's it's damn near two-thirds of Corvosa where you hear rumors of where these people are looking, but, but all of it is a little ways south, more towards the heart of town. Uh, and that is all but the whole of the talk uh, throughout Corvosa's streets as you look for anything that could be of value. Are there like shops that are around that might have what we want but are closed? In old Corvosa? Uh, certainly there would be some on the, on the lower level here. Uh, these little corner stores, these stalls with their lock boxes sealed within, um, their wares just kind of tucked into the cart itself. Um, smaller, less specialized, more pawn shop kind of establishments scattered throughout that would certainly be there. You always find interesting things in pawn shops. Um, Aaron, you're so innocent. You're such a good boy. So you bought the but like breaking into. If I like left money, and it's still? basically be like buying it. Just when it's not open. Well, well I, I agree. I mean, as long as we leave the the, the money, then we're not stealing. I, I mean, the, I mean, they're there to, to sell stuff, and we want the stuff. They totally are. Oh, I, I, no. If they were open, really, John has a lot to say about. Really, this. what we're doing is we really need this for the good of the city. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. And it's a, it's you know, it's it it. it the looters they're, did it. They're not. Well, no, 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 no. We're going to lock up after us. Oh, good, good point. Yeah, no, no, no. We wouldn't wait, leave wait, there. Wait, are you saying you could open the door? Probably. 
Oh. It's old Corvosa. I doubt the locks are very good quality. You, you can pick locks? Did they te teach you that you in the guard? You literally saw me pick. I don't work for the... I'm a sable company, Marine. Well, I, I saw you pick, like, I guess I just didn't realize you, you were that good at it. I thought it was just like a one-off. I might need you to hold the book for me. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what I thought. Karen, this is being seized as evidence copy. <laughs> <laughs> this spider statue was used in a murder! <laughs> There's this, evidence! <laughs> this reminds me of my running gag I had playing through Skyrim, whenever I stole anything, and I was like, oh, that's evidence. <laughs> that's definitely evidence. What, wasn't that, um... Divinity? Uh, any game with a system that lets me do crime that is oh, persistent There's painting through. is evidence. <laughs> All you need is a bucket. But, Darren... <laughs> Are we doing this? I yeah. Think I th if I find if I find a, sh a shop that looks like it'll have something that looks like it'll work, I, I think we need to go for it. Yeah. The Corvosa and Guard don't have zero influence in the old Corvosa, but admittedly, they that's not very heavily patrolled. They're kind of left to their own devices. They deal with the worst of things, but you know. The and there is a riot out. And I'm a lookout. There's not a riot out. There is some a mob. A scavenging. It's not a, uh, it's, not, like it's a, a mob. Like, what's a baby mob called? A moblet? It's There's a like mob. A moblet. Sounds like a Zelda enemy. It sounds it like, a sound like a yeah, Zelda enemy. <laughs> Several moblets, perhaps. They're, it absolutely does. It's like I can find the bestiary, honestly. A moblet. Anyways. <laughs> Darren, as you find yourself on a small... Uh, store in a corner, a, a relatively little building, um, which is oddly almost like a, a hut on the corner that's only connected to the larger buildings next to it by the structure that's been built atop of it as this continues to kind of tear up into the shingles above. Um, but it seems to, uh, on its outside, have a couple of esoteric bits of dangling iconography, little metal talismans of things that at first look like wind chimes, uh, but their various balls and bells are too far apart to ever properly make contact. Uh, strange knitted works carved across what seem to be bits of antler. This, this looks like a weird stuff store. It looks like the kind of place you might find some sort of spider-related statue. Yeah, 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 sounds good. And I believe you got some thieves tools. I do. I do have some. Make me a thieves Standard right issue there. from the Sable Company Marines. Yeah, actually, you know. Hmm, that's only a four. That's not very good. I'm going to call you guys the unstable company Marines from now on. I'll go and uh, cash these two in for re-roll. Two cards, one bonus, each one. Anything's possible. Natural oh. 20 is possible. Oh! Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. By the power of Chad's direct support. Woo! Thank you. You walk up, and uh, with your thieves' tools, a simple <clears throat> tension, wrench, uh, tension wrench, and this doesn't even seem like the kind of block it's going to need to pick. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it's kind of a rake sort of situation. You literally slide the rake along the top of the keyway, and that alone, just inserting it, is enough uh, for to click this open. Uh, it working as easily, surely, as the actual key would have, uh, leaving you with some suspicions about the veracity of this lock, or whether it, you know, could really technically even be called one. 
It was a master lock. Master. Yeah. <laughs> Did you try the door before you tried to unlock the door? What is that? Uh, as that turns, allowing you into the small and somewhat cluttered interior. Uh, in the, the dark of night, there's no lamps inside. This building too small to be a traditional storefront in Old Corvosa, which would be generally where the uh, owners would stay, uh, either in an attached room or uh, in a upper level or back of the building. This is a fully separate, secluded little shack, uh, the reason that you chose to go in here. Uh, looking like you'd walked into a swamp witch's hut with all of the weird little bits of herbs and strange incense and things. That's the perfect person to steal from and antagonize. Read Aura? Uh, read Aura as you start to cast it on the jillions of individual <clears throat> small little items in the area, uh, seeing if you could find any signs of magic as you you start to slowly peruse one at a time <clears throat> the strange little oddities and trinkets uh, scattered throughout the shelves and racks. Uh, Darren, it's pretty dark in here, but easy enough for you to pull out a torch or a lantern or whatever you happen to have on your person. Or I, I could just cast light. Or she could just cast light. Or magic torture lantern. Yeah, it's not... Not here, a, here, cast it on my rock you gave me. Oh, what a g- good idea. You, you believe in me, and I, I will be your light. We'll go with that. <laughs> so with the light coming off the rock, he's going to kind of like hold it and kind of put it into his sleeve. So he has just kind of like a little spotlight coming out of his sleeve. Yeah. Uh, looking through with a rock flashlight here. This, this room is at most like 10 feet across in either direction. Most of that occupied by shelves, uh, either freestanding uh, free or against the walls, uh, small little crates and barrels and containers, uh, some set up on stools so that even <clears throat> more things could be stashed underneath. You have no idea how anybody could possibly run a business out of this. You get the feeling that maybe there's not a whole lot that comes in here. Is The vast majority of what you're looking at, looking at is garbage. Um, it's while you're checking through things with Redara, uh, nothing immediately pings off as magical, and most of these look like broken pieces of things or just weird little worthless trinkets woven together from trash. Like it's all weird and esoteric, but very little of it looks like it's worth anything. Mm-hmm. Um, some animal bits, odd little wolf fangs, or again pieces of antlers or even hooves around, are the closest thing to anything of value that you immediately see. Uh, but why don't the two of you making perception checks as you look through the room with your own methods. To notice the silent alarm. <laughs> it's not great. The guards coming up at the door. Yeah. <laughs> Us three. <laughs> you three? That was a break in. I had a 14. Oh. And I got no way to make it better. I am going to reroll. I just put the deck down. Whenever I pick up the deck, I just sit here and, and shuffle it just idly, and I just put it down. Now I haven't even done more shuffling. That is much better. Uh, that, that, that is a, a 23. A 23. Um, Arden, you would <clears throat> find it's relatively small, um, not a whole lot larger than a d20, but there would be a little... A fossilized chunk of amber, uh, which appears to have a small, very, even through this this orange hue of the casing, you can tell very 
brightly colored yellow and green spider. Um, it's small, but but really thick. It, it, almost more like a tarantula than you know, like a traditional house spider, but with hmm. no hairs or anything visible on it, even preserved as it is. Uh, a small little bobble. is no magic or anything about it, but really the only thing you can find even kind of related to a spider. Cool. Leave a gold there. That looks pretty good. Leave a gold. Pay the rent on this weirdo hut for a while with that. You have a good month. It's a good month for the yeah. witch hut. Huh. Maybe they'll buy a better lock. This party. Just the price tag that said three copper. Did, did, did we want to try another store or... No, that's fine. We have we something. We want to break some more. <laughs> this party is terrible I, with money. I, I, that, that, that'll, that, that should probably be fine, I would think. I mean, it's something that shows that we paid attention, that we actually, like, it. it's the personal touch I think we were well, looking actually, for. Well, actually, you know, I... Meanwhile. I do have something we could <laughs> turn drunk. use to turn it into a ring. Turn it into a ring? It's, it's really small. We could we could put it in like a, a little thing like like you would a rock and, and he could wear it as a ring. We can't just break into a jeweler store no, and no, make no, the no, ring ourselves. No, no, I, I I have one. You have a ring. Well yeah. With an empty <laughs> setting? I can make it empty. And set that into it and have it not fall out. I, I mean I'm I'm pretty good at it. I am skeptical. <laughs> well, um, what do you have, Arden? What, what are you thinking? So I have, well, I, I have a couple of, of, of rings that have a rock set into them, and I have uh, crafting tools, and I have a, a specialty with, with, you know, rock rock and stone, and this is, this is amber. Okay. This is a rather large rock to put in a ring, but it's doable. Um... And it would be n- noticeable. Gaudy at best. Very much that would be noticeable. That's, that's yeah. accurate. I can't contest that one at all. I, I, the Spider-Man um, might, might like it. The Spider-Man might like it. Make, can't say Spider-Man. Make me a crafting check. In the middle of the broken into pawn shop. <laughs> well, close the door behind us. <laughs> <laughs> it's our pawn shop now. <laughs> we bought it. We're, Squatter's rights. It's, yeah. it's te- <laughs> technically a spawn shop now. Let's hope not. Spider swarm. Break the amber. Oh, that's it immediately good. enlarges into a huge size spider and starts rampaging. Well, this is way cooler than I thought. <laughs> that's that's going to be a, a t- 23. So the 23. Um, you have these little rings, for sure, that are definitely not anything you'd find in a jeweler's shop. Uh, set with literally just rocks. Um, and... <laughs> 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 no, no, no I, I, I use them to, 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 to give to people to, you know, spread the word. So the metal bands are, I imagine, very simple or like iron and steel. It's not, it's not like silver or gold or anything. Uh, making the settings less pliable than traditional jewelry would be, but you, I mean, you're you're pretty good. This is the 23. You're fairly decent. You'll be able to get one of the settings open, get one of the rocks out, and then kind of anchor the uh, the outsides of these little bits of metal into the amber itself to hold it in place. The the ring looks like a ring pop at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. But but it's is a it spider ring pop because it's a, it's a pretty big thing. And There's the, uh, a tasty treat inside. <laughs> One, two. The bits of the it's iron crunchy. setting. The bits of the iron setting can't really wrap around it like they would normally. So much as Ooh. you have 
put little notches into the base of the amber for them to like, almost claw grip this thing in here. Um, but it is done, and it is surprising. It is decently well done, given what you're working with. It's not like absolutely shoddy ramshackle. Um, See, I'm, 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 good, I'm good at this. You know, I'm actually pretty impressed. That looks like you could wear it, and it would not immediately fall apart. See, now we have something to, to give him along with gold. That's about exactly the correct bar that you want to have for this. <laughs> along with gold and information. We can go back now. What information do we have? I have some information. Ooh. You, you, just, you just gonna keep it to yourself, or you want to talk I'm about it, or keep like keep your secrets? Well, for, for, <laughs> <laughs> it's not valuable the more people who know it. Armand doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go meet up with the others. See if they found the mystery artist. Heading back to Eels End, finding a far more intoxicated lock, John. Lock it behind us. Locking it back up. Finding a far more intoxicated John Teller than the one you would left behind, um, and probably a moderately more intoxicated Reth. Uh, the three of them have had no success with this. I had plenty of success. What are you talking about? I found plenty of artists and plenty of people named Fontaine. You sure you're not just like. This, none of the Fontaines were artists, and none of the artists were Fontaines. So, this is obviously not the person I'm looking for. Now, did Sin of the poet. Turn him in anyway. <laughs> did you try lining them all up and being like, all right, we're taking all of you over to the Spider King? That's that's a good idea. Because if you just give them everyone named Fontaine, by the process of elimination, eventually you're right. I like this idea. See, I don't think that'll work because eventually he, the, the, the king of spiders is going to lose his patience and then he's just going to, you know, all four heads at this point because he's just annoyed because he has that kind of power. Well, well now I'm looking for spiders. There's going to be lots of spiders. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm looking for one to... They, they say he can speak with spiders. So if he can, I, I can give a spider a message <laughs> saying that we we have a, a gift for him and we want to talk to him. What is the gift money? It, it's right here. You know, mm. minus two, two gold. Give it here. Two gold. Whatever. All right, I'm just going to go I mean, ask for an audience for the King of Spiders. This is getting us nowhere. <laughs> with John, interest. John heads up onto the, the deck, takes the pouch, and Come, goes. I just grab Foblin. Out of the. I'm just going to presume you literally just picked well, me up. Well, yeah, just dragging you behind I me. On the, on the prostitutes. <laughs> and the that, three that of you of are walking and talking or standing back there at the pier as John drags Foblin up towards I me. I mean, if John's taking the money and walking with purpose towards the eel's end, I guess I'd better follow they him. They won't let me in with my gun. That's true. Well, right, you can't actually go out of the pier with yeah. your gun. So you, are you heading back to your, your place? You head back up to a, a roost, and the, the other four of you uh, make your way up to the king's quarters on Eel's End with your bribe and your gift ready for the direct approach. And, and, and I'm looking for a spider. Well, there's a lot of people up on this ship, and that's not a place that spiders typically hang out is where you know, there's a bunch of people on deck. It's, uh, yeah, floating boats. Actually, a lot better with the pest control thing. I, I would think so. But but maybe once we get cl closer to his quarters, I'll, I'll find one. As a group of you make your way up to the middle deck and towards the group of guards that are posted outside uh, the doors of the captain's quarters with this carved massive symbol of a spider spread across them. We're going to take a break. We're going to take our break. When we return here in probably 10 to uh, 12 minutes, the direct approach. We'll do this in a much more straightforward fashion. We go to the door, Don't and we have to have a sack of money, and we say, I would like to talk to the Spider King. I, just, I don't know why I tried anything else, honestly. 
I, had fun. I got to play Knivesies. I got fun. to play Knivesies. We had a good time. I hope you guys are having a good time. Don't go too uh, as well. Don't go too far. We have some highlights for you on the break. We'll be back in, like I said, 10, 12 minutes probably. Low lights. When we return. Those will go great. BRB. You'd be good. Welcome back, everybody. Before we continue our adventure here in the Curse of the Crimson Throne, brought to the second edition, uh, I was so excited about this uh, massive world anvil right we got at the beginning of the stream that I forgot about all the cool partners, like, you know, Paizo, the people whose channel we're on, that make this adventure, and that make this Pathfinder second edition game that we're doing. And all of these cool little Beast Jerry Pond token thingies, like this totally random unrelated spider that definitely isn't relevant to anything that we're doing today, if that's mm. what you're implying. Mm. Can I get rid of that? Mm. At least it's not a spider golem. But... Are you <laughs> can you hand me that spider real quick? What is a spider golem? A golem made out of spiders? Yes. Or is it a giant golem of a spider? It's a giant golem of a spider made out of spiders. It's a spider mech, basically. Spider mech. Isn't that yeah. just a swarm? No. No, they're golem. It's a golem. It's right in the name, Dirk. But also, uh, <laughs> here in the Eel's End portion in particular, this episode, the last one, we've gotten some fantastic use of Sirenscape and their soundboards because they're pre-made, uh, their official sound sets for Curse of the Crimson Throne for Eel's End are great, and I love them. And we got a lot of time screwing around in the Twin Tigers where they have the happy jaunty music while John is stabbing people, <laughs> which is... I stabbed exactly, him once. Exactly how I imagine the scene is playing out in his head. Happy, upbeat, lively music, fiddle music in the background. <laughs> stab a guy for money. That's what the name of the game. Jaunty music stops. <laughs> but. I mean, he rocked a boat. He did rock the boat. <laughs> Our uh, new dice spots with Norse Foundry. It's not super new. We've had them for a I while. Was about now. Say. It's still in my mind is new because they're. Amazing. I'm so used to the, like, sad, generic plastic dice that I've had forever that it. I'm, I feel like I'm still not adjusted to the giant metal chonkers the Norse Foundry gives Oh, us. I've built up calluses on my fingertips. Because I take the D8 and I like I hold it and I spin it like a freaking fidget. I like idiot. that. But, <laughs> yeah. I'll hail the Lapis Malachite, the true Excuse hero. Me. But if you go... Oh, God. Here we go. It's all the way to Norse before Foundry. This goes, oh. Before this, this you goes. You could have your very own Malachite. Well, we may not have... A uh, great amount of map enthusiasm today uh, because Eel's End is, for the moment, not really a combat kind of situation. Our friends over Darkenforge uh, are a fantastic bit of map creation software that we also use just to display the NPC art that shows up here sometimes, question mark, or there, one of these two corners. Yeah, when it right. slides in from the outside, uh, it makes it super easy to do all of that too. And I like being able to put Paizo's neat art on the screen as well. And an easy vehicle to do that, and also host all of the maps. It's pretty neat. Though. Hey, it's the field marshal. Ta-da! <laughs> Arkenforge. You can put JPEGs on screen. <laughs> I do way more than that, obviously. Uh, but do I look like we I left know what a JPEG is? But the group of you all approaching once more the King of Spiders chamber, the captain's quarters of the ship, the Eels End itself. Uh, the flagship of this strange little cluster of wooden holes gathered around a fishing platform that is eels in the uh, greater area. The group of guards out front look at the group of you. A couple of them look at Floblin, because two, a couple that have not rotated, and the rest of the group. 
as the uh, two that are standing up in front of the doors. A larger man, very dark, kind of shaggy hair, and a pretty thick beard hanging down a couple inches past his chin, uh, all the way up in the mustache, totally obscuring his mouth, but tilts his head back and just sort of looks across the group of you. We're here to see the Spider King. But he said, yes. Why? Because we are here to talk to the Spider King. For business. That is why we are here. Spider King's a busy man. Make it worth his while. Hmm? He sort of looks down. Like the, uh, you hold up the sack. Yeah. I the sack have coins s- jingling. We uh, also have uh, some information for him and, 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 and a gift. Counter information. Spider King knows everything he needs to know going on in Eel's End. There, there are things that go on outside Eel's End. And then somebody here, probably John, make me a uh, diplomacy no, check. I want to see Arden the group. <laughs> Why you like this? Why oh, you like this? I'm very nervous. Because you're you're watching me, I need you to close your eyes. You're nervous because you spent all your hero point cards on. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> no. no, no. Are no. you serious, <laughs> bro? You touched it. Why did you? Dude, t- don't mess this up. Uh, twenty total. A dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. He looks. <laughs> kind of steps back and uh, puts a hand. <laughs> on uh, one of these doors and sort of reaching his fingers into the, uh, the base of this, the body of this carved spider um, where there is a bit of a groove. Uh, pulls out and steps aside as one half of this door swings open before you, revealing the dimly lit interior of the ship. Spooky uh, piano noises. <laughs> There's a ghost in the ship. Ghost? <laughs> 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 It's a jazz club in the back. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but he... Uh, the, the inside of this, even at night, is Dramatic dramatically darker than most of the area around. The decks of all the ships and the pier and the fishing platform at its center are all quite well lit uh, by a fairly large assortment of torches and lanterns where inside this fairly large room, which looks to comprise... The whole back half, it's one chamber, just the whole area under the top deck of the Eel's End is, well, with your eyes adjusted as they are, nearly black. Light? It's not that dark. (laughs) Okay. It's like surprising, surprising as the door opens into almost a yawning darkness. Well, there are some like flickering flames within, but you would expect... The outside of the ship, literally at night, to not be more well lit than the interior chamber. As you head in, uh, the group of you enter into a pretty large room uh, that doesn't have a ton of space near the door where you enter. Um, you step forth between two tables. Uh, both just sort of set askew to either end of the door with a half dozen chairs around each of them. Uh, and an assortment of more of the Eels End crew sat around them. Um, these aren't wearing the similar studded leather uh, 
sap and manacles and near identical outfits. Most of the guards are patrolling around the deck and outside. These more look like a almost random ragtag assortment of well, exactly the kind of people you might expect to be hanging out inside the King of Spiders' throne chambers. Uh, before you, there is a large leather chair. It's back arching near up to the roof of this chamber, which being a ship's cabin is not terribly high overhead. Uh, but it seems to loom over everything near the door as you step inside. And to either side of this throne, through the flickering firelight of just a single lantern on either of the torches, you can see thick, matted cobwebs. Uh, not just up in the corners of the eaves, but near covering the back wall of the chamber. And even the light, it is plain as day that dozens of spiders of different sizes and kinds, some as large as a bald fist, uh, many, thankfully, much smaller, mm -hmm. slowly crawl about or rest throughout these webs. Are, are they saying anything? They are not saying spiders? anything. Spiders? No, they are spiders. They are hanging out. Now, they seem content amongst their webs. They are not spread throughout the room, uh, at least not that you immediately see as you glance around, but there are a lot of them piled up behind the throne. A narrow door, the port side of the ship, to your right as you come in, hangs a little bit ajar, revealing a staircase that allows any access down to the decks below, outside of the hull. And a single iron cage, like a small, one of those almost domed bird cages, dangles from the ceiling in the center of the chamber. It's not a very high chamber. It's for the taller of the folk in the room. You have to duck underneath it. And inside is one of those blue and purple house drakes you had seen before when the imps had descended on you. Hmm. Um, though this one seems to be rather gaunt. Uh, the color of the purple from his wing webbings sort of fading. Um, and he's got a little bit of blood running down from a small injury of some kind up on his shoulder. Sat in the throne is a man uh, dressed about with what would mostly be fairly simple leather armor with studded pauldrons. Uh, but he has an iron emblem in the center of his chest and what appeared to be four pairs of chains running out from it around his torso, almost like the legs of a spider branching out from this. Uh, his, kinda, his grim face bears an assortment of scars, the most prominent of which cuts down the right side of his face, uh, all of which, or none of which he tries to hide, all he seems to bear proudly as he lounges back in his chair. Uh, you can see he's got fairly heavy van braces uh, from the back of each hand, a blade extending nearly a foot mm. out um, from these things. There's no sheath. There's no way they can retract. They simply rest at all times, branching out, um, glistening in this flickering firelight with some kind of coating. He contemplates the group of you. As you step inside, and as the last of you enters, 
The door slides back closed behind you. You're in a chamber with King of Spiders and half a dozen of this crew scattered at the heavy tables the other side of you. Right. <clears throat> uh, good evening, King of Spiders. I don't recall asking anything from you yet. Well, they invited to speak. He looks out to the table, to their side of you, and a couple of the men kind of chuckle. Some of them wrapping their fingers on the table, cocking their heads at you with some sly grins. I'll kneel and hold up the ring. Blade runs right before his face. He kind of reaches up to thumb his nose. You then, you wish to speak for your party, stand before my throne, and let me know why your business interests me. We step forward. He'll step forward. We are here because we require information from you and, and we are willing to, to pay well f- for it. And, and we believe that we can d- do you a service. There are a few services that I require in my domain, but you fool to claim that there is not always information of value about in Corvosa. What do you have, and what do you want from me? There is a a Chelish ambassador. He has... He he must be made to to, um, not... uh, He's he's going to weaken the the city's position with with, with Cheliacs because the king is dead. He, he cannot be, be allowed to do this. We, we have to find something on him. We want b- b- blackmail material. He looks over towards the, uh, the group of you back still at the door, looking across you. You're invited to the throne of spiders, and what you lead with is what you need of me. Not what you can offer. Uh, Oh, Uh, well, for one thing, uh, he'll uh, take out um, the gold that he has with the queen's uh, symbol on it. For for, for one thing. Didn't we liquidate those? I did not liquidate mine. I would not. I would have definitely kept mine. For, For one thing. We, we have recently done s- several services for the queen, and t- to a certain extent, we, we have her ear, a- as well as the ear of those h- higher up in the guards. F- for another, our, our group specializes in uh, getting, getting people and, and taking them and uh, br- bringing them back. Y- you, uh, y- you might have heard this, this Fontaine character why does any of this interest me? 
because if, if you can be, be the one to, to capture Fontaine and return them to, to the guards, then that, that would put you in a he rather... He puts a hand up to the side of the throne and just sort of reaches back towards the webbing. To uh, uh, spire his body is probably four inches across and just holds his hand out and just slowly makes its way down onto his hand as he just watches this. His, his disinterest clear and apparent to everybody here as this uh, spider perches itself in his palm. And he sort of just looks it over. I have little interest in things that happen outside of Hill's End. The fall of a king didn't affect my business. Why would the rise of a queen? Because with a change of, of power, and perhaps the increase of, of influence of, of Cheliacs and, and what it could possibly bring here, the, the, the power structure could, could shift. And y- your position might not be as it was. Cheliacs might not ha- have your interests at heart the way uh, the, the, the current rulers do. Such a grand scope. You have view on the way of this city. So high from the very seat of the royal power. And uh, his hand up, the spider slowly climbs off onto the very top of the throne, uh, up onto the top of this leather backing of a glove, and he puts his hand back down. This sounds useless to me, and I'm bored. If I may, sir. He waves dismissively towards Arden with one hand oh, back up. for you to come forward, Darren. The government of the city recognizes that you do a service for her here. The government of the city recognizes that you are no enemy. And the government of the city recognizes that you are a businessman who is shrewd. The government of the city has asked us as intermediaries to collect this information regarding the Chelish ambassador that we can hush him on his way and take care of other problems that this city has. Hmm. And uh, you come at us from two angles here. Uh, Darren, of course, is the most much more direct approach. Um, but the whole group is is here, and I this is a thing that... I have, uh, I've long since done, and it's not punishing whoever is speaking. Uh, somebody for the group, make me a diplomacy check to make an impression. I literally haven't like spoken in character, John, but as the person who is trained in that, um, if you wish to make the uh, role for the group here. Let Arden do it. I'll, I'll. What could possibly Did go wrong? If you make wrong? just the only person who speaks roll it, then like only one person's allowed to RP, and that's dumb and lame. Your group. Can roll for the front of the group here. Somebody can assist him if you want. I, I, I want to make an impression on the spider uh, since I can speak spider. I I will assist John because technically I have pretty decent charisma. Okay, well, you go first with your assistance, Goblin Man. That is a nat twenty, sir. Hey, plus two. Assisted. Assisted. I just kind of get behind John and go. Okay. 
you give him stage light. A little backlighting. Yeah. <laughs> give him that, uh, I gotta set, Darren, I suppose. I got to set the uh, mood here. Literally, <laughs> this, this is all just John is like trying to make the right facial expression while he talks. He tugs my cloak and like reveals some of the Sable Company armor. I'm <laughs> that's a six plus his plus two. That's eight plus my six. That's 14. Quick math. This time does not yeah. like me that much. Stop rolling it. I should. Try the other one. I could just hand you the Malachite again. You Tell could. Him. 14. As you're speaking, he rolls his head back to the chair and literally just closes his eyes. None of this interests me. Information is a commodity. My time and resources are very valuable. If you were let in, I assume my men allowed you the door for a reason? I'm just going to toss a sack of gold on the floor in front of them. And I open it up so the gold just spills out. I'm going to hunt prey the nearest guy, just in case. As they're trying this diplomacy, and honestly, we're kind of bad at it. We're actually terrible at it. Money talks, no? That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Fair enough. I may know something of some mildly delicate matters involving this ambassador. Spends quite a lot of time in the House of Clouds. He's up in Corvosa on business. I imagine there's some parts of his life he doesn't include the letters back to his wife. But... This information's quite valuable to me. This ambassador is a fine source of income. As long as he's willing to pay for his privacy. It's a fine enough pile of coin. I'll be frank. He sets up. He don't like you. I don't know why you're here. Whether you come from the castle, the guard, the sable company, or something else. And I want some due recompense for my wasted time. Entertainment. He looks over to Flopland as you're doing the kind of stage lighting here. Oh. You. Sir? Goblin thing. Um, <laughs> yes? Entertain me. Oh, jeez. Now perhaps I'll consider your offer. Maybe we have some business. You were born for this. I do have a plus four in performance, so... Uh, you better start to do something. He whistles out towards the table. Clear it! Oh. And uh, everyone stands up and gets away from the table on your, uh, your right. Uh, moving the chairs away and just making some space. The king stands up from his throne. Darren's still standing right in front of him and kind of looks down at him. Slide to the side. Walks over to the table, reaches all the way back behind his waist, and you hear a knife 
unsheathed as he pulls out a uh, thick, almost rectangular blade uh, with notches, uh, triangular notches down one side of it, almost like a sawtooth little dagger. Pulls it back and slams it in the center of the table. You? He looks over. You. Are we getting two games? Of this is Knivesies. <laughs> Wait. So, am I playing Knivesies? Hopefully, once. Uh, Lebico, help me. Okay. Um, you got uh, this. Can't, I can't believe we get two of these in one episode. The man great. from his crew that he points at, he's got a uh, kind of dull, slicked leather jacket. Uh, drawn about his shoulders. He's got a very gaunt, sort of long face. Uh, somewhat thin hair on the top of his head and uh, looks like an attempt and a failure to grow out any facial hair. Kind of looking more like shaggy than anything else. Uh, one of his eyes, a uh, little cut on his cheekbone, uh, keeps it almost permanently closed. And uh, his kind of hooked, sort of wide nose, oddly at it ends with his narrow face giving kind of a rat-like appearance as he walks over towards the table rubs his hands together <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> and he stands at the far end of this table, right next to the door from which you'd come in and the king, stand there is it you? right, well be ready to refuse. I climb up on the table and uh, hold my position. Excellent. That should be amusing. Nothing else. What the heck is it's, it's nicey's. The game I was telling you about is the ones I won. Are there are there spiders to the side of me? Uh, they would all literally all be on the back wall. And as you're spending your time, um, as he comes up, there's some clear space there, and you you step aside from this area before his throne. Um, you attempt to. Kind of like, in a wildly empathied fashion, uh, <laughs> reach out to the spiders nearby. Uh, and you receive absolutely nothing. Well, I, I also have speak with animals. But I guess I'm not going to cast here. Yeah, you have to cast. If, yeah, start, if you want to start casting magic in here, uh, feel free. But, no, no, I, I'm, but I, I don't feel anything from them. But with your empathy, you get absolutely no response. They, they have no, uh, absolutely no reaction to you whatsoever. Uh, that, that that that's bizarre. Completely ignore you. Just remember uh, and it is bizarre because even if you're not necessarily great at the commanding animals, there's usually a reaction, nothing, from the spiders. And he stands back um, and sits back down in his throne, sort of lowers himself down. Got to explain this to you, goblin. Or you at least know what you're doing. Right, I suppose he, you know, takes his left arm and like kind of ties it off in the in his belt. As you uh, as you do that, one of the other crew members comes over and starts putting the straps around it's the uh, light his face on fire. No, 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 no. This bites his hands. The hands that isn't tied bites it, so he can't hold the knife. It's not my fast rodeo. Don't worry, boys. I got this. Looks over at the crew, motions towards the coins on the ground, and a few of them come over and start scooping the coins up off the floor for them. Um, uh, and back into the sack, in their own pockets, whatever. They, they, they transport it over to the table and dump out 
your bribe of the gold coins across the table around the knife in the center. I'm going to throw a copper on. I'm going to go stand behind the other guy that isn't wobbling. <laughs> Thanks. Much appreciated. Yes, no problem. Did, did you just bet against us? <laughs> yes, I did. He wants his money back, apparently. Hey, he wins either way. If Floblin wins, you guys win. If Floblin loses, he gets money. Oh, no, just to get John's goat. I'm going to put money on my side. <laughs> That's apparently how that works. Nobody else seems to be betting on this. Uh, the rest of the crew is still at the other, now at the other side, uh, to the left of the entrance on the starboard, uh, just around the table. Some of them back against the, the wall. Some of them are just leaning on the side of it. Uh, some just sat in their stools that they've dragged away from this table in the open, but they're all just looking. Uh, amusement on their faces as this little spicy goblin gets ready to play knivesies with the heels in. This is totally appropriate. He raises up one hand, thumb and middle finger together. Little rat guy kind of crouches out, gets ready. What? Before we start, can we give him a tray? Oh, we have we to give him a tray. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, oh. Oh, no. It's only going to go about to in front of you. Yeah, that's fine. Go fine. All the way to him. That's fine. It goes right here. All right. Everyone Make sure needs it's to good. To witness this yeah. glory. Can I scout? <laughs> Can I scout? Look always. out, that guy's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, got rap for us. I can't scout him. Okay, okay. I could hand you the Malachite, though. No. <laughs> with, a, with a snap of his fingers, the figure across the table dives up at it as Floblin, I'm sure, also. Scrambles for the knife. That is a 16 on initiative, good sir. That is a 16 on initiative, good Ooh. sir. Let's roll it off again. I don't want to do monster wins here. Let's do it again. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is that a good ho 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 or a bad one? 23. 15. Loblin, be quick. I'm, I have to be to live on the street. I just immediately dart straight for the knife, and I even grab it with my teeth. Make me an acrobatics check. That's a... Uh, 15. 15, as you go to grab it, um, this guy launches himself up on the table, not immediately reaching for the knife, but almost just throwing his body. He springs up to the center of the table in the way. Uh, using him, uh, his, his whole frame as an obstacle before you. And, you know, if you were a human, then grab it with your knife, your teeth might have worked. With your fat little goblin head, you just can't get it in there. You just snap your little fangs an inch away from it before you get pushed back. It is going to fail. Mm. You can try it again if it's not attack trait. Like, you can keep swiping for it. Yeah. Um, but, one action down. Well... Hmm. In that case, I'm going to uh, go ahead and attempt it one more time. That is a much better number than the last time. Uh, that is a 21. A 21 in your second attempt, though. What do you do? You get a hold of it. I, As I grab the knife with my teeth, I quickly use the momentum to turn around and take a slice at his leg. Right, third action, make me an attack roll. And now, it is finesse. You can use your dex mod if that's better than your strength for your attack. What strength? Second, one second. I want to blind trade you a card real fast. Just give me one. I was trying the to get your attention. The 90s card is just getting passed around the table. I was trying to get table. your attention. Like, hey, real quick. <laughs> Fair enough. 
It's the insurance card. Uh, so with my, it's a finesse weapon, right? So that means you can use your dex. Okay, so minus four, right? No, or no, no. You, haven't, you haven't swung yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. in that case, never mind. It is going to be a uh, math 25. 25 will hit him. Hey. All right, and that's a D4, if I remember. D4 plus two strength one. Which is zero. D4. Over here. Do it. Oh, right. At the what matters damage. is that you have the knife. Uh, that is going to be a whopping three damage. That's still three damage. Big numbers. Three damage. And so I take a nice good old chunk out of the back of his leg. As a matter of fact, for more insurance, blind trade me your other <laughs> card. Not the one he just gave you. I kind of want to keep I'll the give card. it back if you don't use it. <laughs> this is how this I'm the only, now. well, we're gaming yeah. the system. No, calm down. No, 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 no. So, so with, a, with, a, with a quick slash at this guy, you get to hold the knife. Uh, kind of, uh, he flinches a little bit, but just goes not so much to grab the knife as to grab the entire goblin. Oh, boy. Um, him using the fact that he's just a lot bigger than you. Mm -hmm. He's not even a particularly large guy. He's maybe just over six feet uh, to try to just muscle the knife away from you. He's going to attempt a disarm check against your reflex DC. That is a 20. Ooh. Goblin is fast. Dexterity. Squirrely. He's squirrely. Disarm check. That's like taking his arms off. He gets a 21. So the regular success... He's definitely not going to easily get the knife away from you. It's like, you yeah. know, trying to get the toy away from a dog. Exactly. <laughs> You're forced to try to protect it, and uh, the success... You don't have the time opportunity. You're a freaking oracle. Yeah, um, exactly. Functionally, he's going to do nothing to you. I don't yeah. think other than, like, your reflex, it's going to be too lower if he attempts to disarm you again. And he is going to make a second attempt to try to pull this away, but he's five lower, so... Yeah. He's just overhealing. That's still not a 20. Uh, and on the second attempt there, as uh, you are kind of pushed back from your assault to sort of like keep away with this knife, um, he takes the opportunity to use a, uh, to bring a leg up. You're both flailing across this table with one arm here. Uh, the three of you haven't seen knives used before. This is definitely something. As Floblin with one arm tucked into his belt and this other guy with one arm strapped to his waist with a couple of, uh, of leather cinches. Get him! Get, Get him! him. <laughs> Get the goblin! Get him! Brings a foot up and just tries to kick a pile of coins back off his end of the table. Um, you you, you played this willingly? Yes. This was off the fun. Uh, but he's kind of focused on going for the knife and he stumbles a little bit and uh, his foot only gets three coins. Hmm. You just see a trio of these gold pieces slide off his end of the table, still leaving a decent pile in the middle. Flobbling. Right, while he's doing that, I'm going to uh, attempt to tumble in between his legs and get behind him one more time and go for the other leg. Slashy, slashy. Ooh, that is going to be a 24. 24 will hit him. A little knifey goblin. <laughs> still in the mouth. It's going. <laughs> That was a two. He's whitey. And he's just gonna like, as he's arching it, he's just gonna keep going and he's gonna try and do another stab in since it's a finesse weapon, it's minus four. I like how neither one of us have tried to actually go that for That is coins. a 19 on the die. So that is a 20, that is a 23, one 23 lower. Hit him. Yep. Little knifey goblins. <laughs> they're like- they're, One damage. It's a bunch of tiny little cuts. 
And like then, he's just nicking him, but he's just getting little um, across. And him. with my last uh, action, I'm going to make sure I make eye contact and just kind of make it glow and kind of do a thing with my fiery hair to just be like, I may be tiny, but I will end you type of intimidation look. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me an intimidate check. That is a 19 total. He's getting a little cut, and you're a really surprisingly fast little weirdo. Um, <laughs> definitely frightened one for, like, one-arm wrestling, a knife-wielding fire goblin on a table. That's, that's a, yeah, intimidation successful. You know, even um, without my magic, I'm still pretty vicious. Is that a roll? <laughs> even as he... Uh, the book says so. As you say that... Well, I can't really um, say when there's well, a... Well, I mean, as you, as you intimidate him, yeah. as, as you light up here, um, he stops trying to go for the knife and really just tries to grab you. Um, trying to wrap his his one arm around yours. It's kind oh, of hard boy. to bear hug somebody when you only get to use one hand. Uh, but again, just using the size to sort of tie you up as he keeps uh, kicking at the pile of coins. So it's going to be a grapple against your fortitude, DC. Uh, that's not so good. That's a 16. And that's exactly a 26. Um, so critically successful... You got the knife in your mouth. He gets his one arm that he has around yours and, like, literally kind of rolls back and picks Floblin up off the table um, as he continues to kind of try to push at the coin pile with his feet here. Um, failing and failing, so getting... Hmm. Definitely focusing on goblin control <laughs> and less on the coins, but kicking another... Seven off the table. Uh, now maybe about 20% of the pile off to his end. So before we get to round three here, what are you for doing as you're just watching this? There, uh, John, I can't this is, see it happening. Uh, He's not in the Oh, room. you're not there. Yeah. You're, you're outside. The three of you, rather. <clears throat> um, this is a very different kind of atmosphere towards the one of the Twin Tigers. There's no cheering. There's no applause. There's some kind of like chuckles and some muttered conversations with the crew behind you. The king's just sort of watching with a smirk on his face. Very different atmosphere. What are you three doing? Well, Darren's cheering. <laughs> Darren's cheering. It's like, go get him, Floblin, get him! Um, I, I, th this is serious, but like... I, 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 like the, this is weird. Like, it's the first time he's ever seen this in my life. Like... It's, it's a knife, it's wrestling, it's like you're hampered enough for it not to be super deadly, but still it's like weird, and he wants to do something. I've got so much energy built up. <laughs> I might just go stab him with my pitchfork, but then that would be bad. I just, oh god, I want to do something. So all that energy's coming out with just, just cheering on Floblin. And as he's, uh, as he's getting Ooh. grabbed here, as he's getting picked up off the table, stumble across a card. Sliding its way into the pile of coins from Handsome Ganker. Mm, Thank you, Handsome Ganker. Pick up. Called Foe. That guy. I'm coming for you. <laughs> How about you, John? Um, this is very weird. This is odd, actually. Go for the coins, you idiot. I mean, go rat face, dude. I don't even know your name. Like, are you a Jerry? I think you look like a Jerry to me. A little occupied the moment. Yeah, you so. keep doing. You're doing a good job. Arden's sort of off a, a little bit away from this. There's only so much space to cap and squares over towards more, towards the back there by the spiders. What are you doing? 
kind of uh, walk up a little bit near the spider king and just kind of <laughs> aside say, it, is there a particular reason why your spiders don't don't talk to me? They, they don't seem to, to be all there. He glances down at you for a moment before turning his attention back to the table. Uh, not even responding or acknowledging that beyond that brief glance. But make me a nature check while you're uh, pretty close to the spiders here. Did someone say druid? No. No. Not that dice. Not that dice. <laughs> uh, 13. Oh, uh, 13. I mean, spiders are not super high mental functioning in the first place. They're almost entirely just instinct. They don't super have thoughts. So, like, it's, it's possible that there's just not a whole lot to connect with. Um, but you're not really sure. They're definitely ignoring the hell out of you. Um, Floblin. I was wrong. Hmm? He was frightened one. So you are not immobilized by the frightened one. Payment. You are just grabbed. I'm glad you could admit your mistakes. (laughs) Well, that makes things a little easier. However, I'm still gonna go with my tactic. Um, well, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still being held on to. He still got a hold of you. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to uh, acrobatics my way out. Okay. Not twenty. Oh, easy. Yeah, you uh, absolutely just. He, he's got floblin for a moment, and then he just it's like jelly, <laughs> slips out of this guy's back <laughs> on the table. Leftover grease from playing in the trash all day. <laughs> <laughs> Hated that sentence. <laughs> With that, I after I slip out, I turn around and just go forward again. But before I do, I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna call him out. Hey, ugly or muffled, a ugly called though. Gonna get a plus two on my attack roll. Play before you make a strike. Yeah, so you're only gonna be at a minus two instead of a minus four. Gusta. Escaping as you attack trade. Ah, here we go. Oh, still helps. Yeah, minus two instead of minus four. That's, that's definitely good. Oh, that's a 15 on the die, so it's only a minus two. So that's a 21. 21 will hit him. Tiny knife. Stab, 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 stab. Stab, stab, stab. That say, is a three. I say, I have a that's problem. That's what we want to see. Threes and fours. And he's still feared, right? No, it would have ended at the end of his turn. You well, guess what I'm going to do again? <laughs> you cannot intimidate oh. him again because he's uh, he, he's kind of come oh, over. He's not right. afraid of you anymore. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in that case, with my last action, I will... Yeah, when in doubt, stab again. He's Minus just trying to murder this man. Six. That totally whiffs. So he, uh, he gets a little too eager on the Stabby McStab stabs, and he just kind of overshots his, like, jump or, you know, his jump attack and kind of, like, stumbles over his own feet and just tumbles on the other side. The benefit of being a, being small and being a goblin is you can just straight up stand up on the table and fight normally. <laughs> this guy. That's better than normal, because he's laying down. You're right here, like, shanking time. He's <laughs> frantic stabbing. He's gonna, and he kind of switches tactic here. This, this guy stops trying to grab you and uh, just sort of tucks the shoulder of his arm that's attached and just sort of tries to slam into you uh, to knock you, if not off the table entirely, at least over. Um, 
with a natural 20. Mm. And uh, Hear me out. <laughs> that's looks at that's not a strike. Oh, I just realized that. Okay, that's okay. And uh, maybe realizing the weight advantage is the better direction to go in the size. Make me a reflex save, Loblin. That's a 16 altogether. 16 altogether is going to, like, bodily fling him off the end of the table as knife still in hand, Floblin just tumbles onto the floor. Can I catch him? <laughs> or into Darren's arms. Is that... This, uh, can I put him back on? Is that... This, this guy stands up from the table. Ha! Like nothing, King! And, oh, uh, I'm angry. <laughs> you... Lost. I mean, it's all's fair. That's how I won my game. I just pushed the man off the table. I spit out the knife and I look at, I'm like, come on now. If it was a real fight, I would cook you in a heartbeat. And there's some laughter from the crew off to the side of the room here. Because the king's kind of got a grin on his face as you spit this out. <laughs> oh. As expected. Obviously. But amusing, nonetheless. Alright. It took Ratface long enough to figure out he's bigger than Floblin. Ratface could have easily just pushed him off, like, immediately. Oh, quiet, you won, you traitor. bet against me! Well, yeah, it's an obvious bet. Thinking to myself, is there... What what could possibly make somebody who started out in the nobility talk to spiders or, or, or want to talk to spiders magic. Just, name, just magic but but, but why just, just mean, magic you're like magic or the name manly powers the name manly powers that, 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 that could be true exerts dominance overall around them <laughs> T poses he stands up from his throne grin on his face allow me a moment I'll fetch some correspondence that might be of interest to you and heads towards the stairs, oh, throwing a... Uh, before he approaches the door, even one of the crew hurries over and throws it open before him. So he just walks straight on through and down below decks of the ship, uh, leaving the group of you up with the crew. Uh, they're all just still kind of chuckling on their side of the room, looking at goblins <laughs> sneering. You played that game, huh? Yes, I played that game and I won. This was actually very easy. The man was very big and he was very overconfident. <laughs> By the way, red face, good job. You what? know, one of these days you're gonna be on the floor dying, and I'm just gonna laugh at you. Wait, but, but 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 why would you play that like like willingly? For the money, presumably. Uh, one of the women in the crew there is like uh, laughs and like, she's got her chair tipped back, and almost falls over backwards from laughing here. <laughs> Even outside is calling your rat face. <laughs> this dude, like, what? That's his actual knife. I'm assuming so. His teeth looks down. There is belt off of me. He told me his actual name, so I'm gonna defer to a, a, a nickname. I can't call him Jerry. That's a bad name. And uh, they're all sort of chuckling amongst themselves there. And this dude, turning a bright. Mixture of embarrassment and anger. Your name's actually rat. Jerry, isn't He's it? Turning a bright shade of rat. <laughs> <laughs> matching you know, the blood sort of soaking through Wait. the 
around his legs where Flavlin cut through with his little knife here. You got 13 damage on him. You got some little, little goblin cuts you got in there. You gotta live in the streets, you gotta know how to play. <laughs> yes, but I did play this game willingly. It's like wrestling, except there was a knife and money involved. So lucky you just got kitten punched in the face. Well, yeah, cause... he didn't get the knife because I didn't let him have it. So. I, I, I'm, so, I'm so glad I went to the House of Clouds. Yeah, I'm glad you went there too. I mean, you missed a lot of fun. I mean, I got a lot of dancing and, and drinks at, at my place, you know. I, I feel like I had more fun than you. <laughs> I, won, I won four golds off my bets. Like, that's pretty good. I mean. I hear feet coming back up the wooden stairs. Nope. As the King of Spiders comes back up, and in his hand, he has a couple of uh, lightly blue colored envelopes that are... Fairly nice. Uh, these are finely made of good stock. Um, hmm. They are even wound about by a very fine red thread um, that could be slid off without breaking it. Um, two of them even still have their wax seals in the back and clearly haven't even been opened. One moment. Gesundheit. How polite of the Spider King. I said I bless you. But he kind of Flaps these a bit in his hand as he stands at the top of the stair and slowly walks back over towards his throne. It's actually a pretty interesting story, all things considered. This man, this ombre, he has such an interest in the fairer sex, not just here in the House of Clouds, but with his true love, and I'd assume at some point with his wife, now these, these came from his very estate here in Corvosa. The letters back home to Chaliax, to the other woman, you could say. They brought me a great deal of the ambassador's coin in the past weeks. <sighs> Do truly hate to lose them. Just so very valuable. Understand? So what? You want a goblin? I can give you a goblin. I have one of those. And he kind of motions with the, the letters towards the table, where the money's just scattered across, and the pouch is cast aside on the floor. A couple of coins on the floor where they've just been scattered from the brawl. This is a good start. But this is consistent income. Hmm. What do you think about that? That is a good start, and that is consistent income. Now, this ambassador of yours, obviously, is would love to gain possession of these near as much as you would, and yet he continues to come when I ask and hand over more coins. So why? blackmailing a public official with diplomatic protections even. The guard would have this place overrun in a moment if he went to them, which tells me he hasn't. Quite valuable indeed. He still kind of um, fans him a couple of times in his hand, standing before his throne, looking across the group of you. If he went to the guard, then the guard would know it exists officially. If it's unofficial... Can't make a big deal about it without some effort. 
maybe it's more effort than it's worth. Unless the ambassador's going to make it worth it. Which he might. He's planning some big trouble. He sits back down on his throne. Still have the letters in his hand. So, you understand then. This sum certainly doesn't match the value of what I have in my hand here. Even with the evening's entertainment, this is hardly a fair trade at all. What else do you have? That income won't last forever. The ambassador is getting ready to sell this place out. He won't need you for too much longer. Once the power that that has ceases to threaten him, he'll stop paying. I think you've wrung him out for about as much as you can get. You, 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 get, you get to keep your, 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 your empire stable and, and not have a, a change of power. That might not benefit you. So much as that is you should plan into weakened Kovosa. Causing an evasion or a takeover from Chiliax, which can cause a whole lot of disruption in business. That, 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 that's, that's, what I, that's what I meant. Yeah, you're beating around the bush. And so, that's the short of it. We've heard that he is... What is it? How does it work? The, with the recent changing of the crowns, property prices are dropping. He's planning on buying up a bunch of property. Do such and such and such and such. Chiliax comes back in, takes over Colvosa. I don't know... Well, that's like in Chelyax, but the hurt it sucks for everyone involved. I imagine he'd throw you in a dungeon for what you know. Hell Knights and such. It's urgent that we get that information tonight because the ambassador is about to make his move. I suspect that by tomorrow, that's just going to be some pretty paper and not worth any additional income to you. And I'm going to need one more diplomacy check here. I will assist. You want to hand me one of your dice so I can blame it on one of you? You take your trust in the Malachi. Hand me resume. The resume is good at this kind of stuff. Resume is wonderful. 18. Nothing from Floblin. So all you, John Double Homicide Tilly. I'm going to stare at this one hero point. Resume, it's not even a North Challenger die. You hand me the wrong die. It's not a Norse Foundry die? It's not a Norse Foundry die? No. How is that not a Norse Foundry It's not! It's not. How no, did... it's Malachite. Be it's not a Norse Foundry die. Because, because... That's illegal. The proper That's illegal. Unsponsored D20 out here. Unsponsored. That, that one actually has the logo Get that on. sad hunk of plastic out of my sight. <laughs> That's not plastic. It's oh, it is, it it's the gift die I gave you. I have my... Oh, I have my old... Uh, that, he, you let me keep my Maymay die. Oh, it's the one that he got you. Yeah. I have my old one from the actual... Um, second edition set, which is still kind of neat. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. <laughs> Here, take, take the Inspire Rock. <laughs> I have to dream. I'm dreaming of a 20. <laughs> you didn't dare to roll the Malachite. He pulls the opened letter out into his other hand. He takes the tutor, still sealed, and just tosses them out to the floor in front of him. Pleasure doing business with you. I, I really did bow make and you, scoop him up. I, I really did make you this ring. He says as he le leaves it there and and, and leaves. I'll give you take your letters and scamper out of the throne of spiders here. I imagine with a relative quickness. Yep. Back out into the eels and the pier. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, I can see they're not being chased. 
They were gone for a bit, but you see them come out looking surprisingly no worse for wear. And uh, as the four of them emerge onto the deck, thumbs up towards the general shoreline, no idea where you are. Oh, oh my gosh. A thing or two about when he's got someone watching over him. Is it actually possible that it's better to have this place exist than it is for the guard to come and tear down? I, I kind of like this place. I mean, you got to have the good and the bad. Otherwise, society just falls apart altogether. I, just don't I don't know if that's right. I don't understand I why mean, he leans so hardly into the whole spider motif. I mean, it's, it's just so exhausting to even deal with anyone like that. You, you know, he actually treats his, his girls and his employees really, really well. That That's more than you can say for, for most people in this town. They, they feel safe here and they, they make a good living. Is, is that so bad? I mean, it's honest work. Oh, I, I, I guess I don't, I, I, I don't really have anything to say to that. I guess they, they, they seem healthy and 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 happy, and they, they like it here. They, 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 they even said that they wouldn't be anywhere else if you offered it to them. You know, I guess no one is forced to go talk to this guy except for us. So fair enough then. And, and you know what? He does have a certain, you know, rough rough charm to him. No, he doesn't. I'm sorry, but the spider thing is like, seriously creepy. Like, am I the only one who thinks that? Please. No. Okay, I, I thank like you. Spiders. The spider stayed on the back wall. I don't I know don't. what you're talking about. Well, did you see the giant metal spider he has brought across his chest? I mean, that's just... That's... And the two blades, and I'm assuming it's supposed to be like spider arms that go step, 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 step. I always wonder, like, does he, like, knock into things? I mean, it's... he seems to wear them casually. It's I would so imagine stupid. picking his nose is very... Uh... No, no, he, business. he had a he had a technique for it. Didn't you see him? He kind of like held his oh, hand like this. Those aren't called his fangs, are they? I don't think they're called anything in particular. Okay, Is that his but fangs? they should be. But it would, I imagine, be just relatively difficult to go about your day to day life mm. with like a twelve inch blade jutting out like tape rulers to the back I'm of each other. Yeah, I know, right? How hard it is to do basic tasks. Oh god. All I'm thinking about is one piece and the guy like <laughs> twelve inch long nails and he's had to do this to adjust his glasses. You know you know Darren? Putting he, pants uh, on. He oh the palm thing. Yeah. 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 We're we're diverging. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're 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 a really honest and and nice person. I I I kinda I kinda like being around you. You just broke into a pawn shop. <laughs> We paid, and we even locked it up after us. And if no, no, I'm not going to say if no one caught us, then it doesn't count. I'm not going to say that. Does he sell whiskey bottles on the Twin Tigers? It is just beer from the tap. Beer from the tap. Beer from the keg. Beer from the keg. Can I just take a keg? I just want the keg. Don't you tap a keg? Yeah, I just want to tap Yeah, I just want the keg. Just, I want to go buy a keg and take it to ref. Right, uh, so... He deserves to hire a keg. So, um, should we, you know, meet back up with our little, uh... Probably, probably a good idea. Yeah. Let's go pick up ref, then we can go home. So uh, exit successfully, I would probably just already be heading down to the end of the dock. Yeah, at this point, you guys would be reaching the end of the pier back onto the riverbank. And I imagine ref would be just moments uh, for meeting up with you, uh, coming out from the uh, back roads as well. Uh, to rejoin the group of you. Now, a uh, sack of money poorer and two blackmail envelopes richer. Technically, we gained money from this engagement. John gained money from this engagement. Yeah, we yeah. didn't lose anything because that wasn't our money. I'm really hoping... That's that his money was explicitly to be arrived, yeah. I'm really hoping those envelopes that are sealed have very, very juicy information in them and not just a letter to mom. I wonder if it even matters. I mean, if the Chelish ambassador 
thinks or fears of what we have, it might be good enough. Is Just that... show him the envelope and the seal and he'll know. Maybe now that we're... But that's not our job, so... That's not our job. You know, it's like, not friends with the spider, but but at least, you know, kind of, you know, I, he doesn't, like, want to kill us on sight. I'm yes, pretty sure he wants to kill us on sight. But I think this is the kind of man he is. He doesn't want to kill us on sight. I think if, he wants to kill everyone just, on sight. Listen, no. if he wanted to kill us, he would have done it by now. He wants money. He, he wants to make money. That's what he wants. If you go talk to him... Make sure you have money to spend. It, it seems to be the rule on how it works. Do you, do you think once we're done with this, we might be able to go, go back there and, and ask him about no. who might have taken Colin? Uh, probably not right away. That would be ill advised. We, we, had, we had the lead already, remember? We have to go ahead and check out the Academy for that. I, I know, but I, I think he might be from the Academy. The Spider King. H how else did he learn magic? To be able to uh, talk to spiders. I mean, he could have inherited it from a deity like myself. I mean, you know how to talk to spiders with are magic, and you didn't go to the academy. But, but I'm a, a druid. I, I don't think he's a druid. We wouldn't let him in. Are you sure that's not just a rumor? I'm pretty sure a normal man cannot talk to spiders. Maybe they're pets. He can talk to spiders. I mean, I can talk to a cat. Doesn't mean the cat talks back. I am... Look, I, I'm not very good at talking to animals. In fact, I... I am horrible at it, but it's not because I can't. It's because they don't like me. About this time, I'd walk up and listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I call my gun Betsy. And I talk to my gun. Don't mean it listens. Look, look I could do the same thing with spiders. I, I, I talk to rocks, and, and the rocks like me, and they listen to me, and they do they do what I say. I, mean, but I animals, believe that that's stay. having voices in your head. A animals are not rocks. I mean, they don't like me. Oh, When's the last time that a rock told you Something useful that you didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what's our next move? Um, go back. Wow. Go yeah. back home. Go what? lay down. <laughs> what? Just, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this power is useful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, folks. <laughs> Jeez, man. But I'm tired. Wait, yeah, it's about mm, I can midnight, use this. maybe one in the morning. It's way past my bedtime. It's about, yeah. I can it's, use some charcoal right about now. Don't ask the cooks. Yes, yeah, they sleep now. Wait till tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to take some from the fireplace. We, we have to go back and, and talk to the marshal, though, right? Yeah, oh, of course. No. Naturally. One of you has Marshall to go talk to. I got a bed to go see. He's got the points. Not all of us have to do it, I guess. Fair enough. One or two of us. We can I, head back. I'll go with you, Darren. Thank you. Oh, while you're at it, find that quartermaster wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> he Just never sleeps. Say hi. You don't need him for nothing. Just say hi. Just shake leave, him a note. leave a hi. note on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Anybody <laughs> sleeping? Look at a sword. Hey, boy. Are you sleeping? Are you sleeping? <laughs> oh, not anymore, probably. <laughs> I'm just going to start sending animals to him like once a night to just go, hey. The group of you uh, start making, you make way back across the bridge from the Narrows and making your way south uh, towards the town. Uh, back to the main road through Midland and back to Citadel Bolshevik. Do you run across any painters on the way? You don't run across any <laughs> nice painters, no. Oh. With uh, a beret. <laughs> Darn. As you pass through five corners, uh, where the road starts, to, the, the main road, the thoroughfare that doesn't fork off to uh, Northeast Castle Road, starts to run a little closer to West Dock and towards the actual inner piers of the Jagari River. 
You start to hear what sounds like shouting in the distance. Oh boy. I just want to go to sleep. Why? What here? Why? My house is right there. (laughs) I can pretend I don't hear this. I don't want to put down a mob. But you'll put some in that. We can't put down the mob. We have to deliver the correspondence. They might burn my house down if I don't deal with it. That's what I'm saying. You but the man. You can't just deal. Not to deal with. Let's go. Let's go deal with it. Listen, good and man, bad man. One o'clock in the morning don't matter. You're right. I'm going to go deal with it. This comes around to where the road forks to Northeast Castle and to uh, Dockside. You can see. This is the mob. Uh, the gathering. Choking out the northeast castle road, uh, almost silhouetted against the castle by their upraised torches, their clubs, their shovels, their mining picks. And you can see again what little Corvosan guard is available, shoulder to shoulder, armored up, battle lines drawn around Castle Corv- Corvosa, some couple hundred feet in the distance. Um, it seems from the couple of hippogriffs circling overhead that the Sable company, a company has again been mobilized and it looks like the city is right back to falling apart. This is certainly not as bad as it was when the news of the king passed. They have not yet begun the torching of random nearby buildings or the vandalism or the destruction, but as the mob grows, clearly so too as their wrath. The city is falling back apart. And this is definitely, as you see this, not something that the group of you have any power to stop. Not by walking up to it and attempting to calm them down directly. What are you doing? At least the guard and the sable company are out. Where's the hell knights? Oh, they might be on their way, too. Oh, they'd have a field day with this. You yes. know, I think it might be better if we don't go back to the barracks through that. Through that? Certainly not. That's the other direction. You have, like, Dockside that leads down to the south, and this okay. is Northeast Castle that leads towards Citadel, uh, Castle Corvosa. So, like, that's you can see it, but that's not the way that you're going. Abadar, preserve um, the city, please. <laughs> and I, well, it's just, I'm just going to keep walking south. And you hear as you go... Um, you hear chants start to break out from the crowd. Get her head! Get her head! Get her head! From this mob That's gathering around boy. the castle, ringing through the I streets. I ain't gonna end well for them folks. That I, sounds I, very dramatic. I, I don't even know whose head they're talking about. Well, the hopefully the assassins, but right, possibly... Or the queen. Uh, if they're calling for the queen, that um, might get bloody in the street. Uh, it doesn't look like this time they're not pushing up to the castle they're not there the rage doesn't seem to be focused at least on destruction as much uh, but what exactly they're they're after is is anyone's guess there are still some stragglers out around some groups out on the roads and uh down here further to the south everything has now been closed down uh once again windows have been hastily reboarded and doors to the taverns barred does anybody look like they're heading to join the fray um, yeah, you would you would certainly see a couple of people that are, like, trickling over. Most of the people, like, excited enough to be bringing their own torches and pitchforks are already there, so it would mostly be groups traveling by, like, the, tor- the lamplight of the roads or, uh, some 
elder folk or even a group of kids that maybe just out of raw curiosity. My genuine Corvosa riding kit. Stop a few, ask <laughs> them like, hey, what's this one about? What's going what's on? This one? Get what's a, this one? a general understanding of what happened while we were busy. Certainly wouldn't take you a diplomacy check of any kind to tell that this fury is absolutely directed towards Fontaine's mysterious artist. We'll have the uh, founder? In the blink of an eye, all of the city's anger has turned towards one new unknown figure responsible for the loss of their king, Adrid. Mob mentality. And as you move down the street more into Midland, you can see some roaming packs ah. moving around. Uh, some going door to door, some going through alleyways, uh, clearly searching the district, uh, searching through all of Midland, trying to find this woman. What? And this is already starting to spiral about out of control. Uh, you can see broken windows. You can see doors smashed in. Nobody started any big fires yet, but this witch hunt that's been started, uh, the destruction's not towards the Citadel and the castle, but towards the docks, the, the heart of Corvosa, the place where apparently rumors are she is somewhere. None of it's going to stop you from moving through, but the chaos is is impossible to miss as you travel. I, I don't I don't understand. Why why do they think that tearing d down the city will solve anything? I I, I, I I guess it's tradition. Well, about the best way I could equate this for you is uh, what if one of your druid buddies got accused of stealing someone else's rocks? <laughs> There's no proof of it. You do realize that that we, we like that that that's not particularly important. I mean, we don't have rocks that belong to us. Yeah, but the the point is something that is someone else's. I don't I don't know what you might be collecting, but for instance, let's use rocks. You got your your dare rock here, the one you handed me. Well, well, what yeah. if someone took it from me, and I accused John of taking it? Because someone took it. I don't know who took it, but you saw that the rock's no longer in my possession, and I think he did it. Is the person dead? No, but then John didn't they do believe. It. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but they believe that I'm right. No, no proof, but they just listen to it. That's what's happening right now. Way too late in the night to be trying to explain anything to this rock for brains. At this point, you would be hearing uh, the clamor of metal, what sounds like the rattling almost of heavy chain um, at a corner as you approach. The jingle of hell knights? Absolutely. Around the corner, you would see a pair of hell knights patrolling are. through the street. And um, on that note, I'm walking away. <laughs> lantern aloft, each of them with their halberds out uh, in their hands, uh, held kind of close to their chests. Full up the twisted black metal full plate signature of the Hell Knights. Um, and the two of them come out, the five of you flop, make a stealth check as he's trying to I, I, I'm disappear. I'm trying to avoid notice. Uh, uh, Anyone who wants to avoid notice, yes, make me a stealth check. Are they the bad guys? No, they're we, the we, official. We should, we should guys. really avoid notice if we're going to deliver the letters. Uh, I, I've got nothing to hide. I have from got these nothing. Guys. No, we got nothing. You guys have nothing to hide. I'm going to I step to the like side them. and let them pass. That's a whole lot of metal. Druids are scared. 
That's... Me avoid nose like I'm training stealth. I can't believe I'm actually using this phrase for the first time, but a dirty 20. That is also a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is Arden and Floblin dip. Um, Around the corner into an alleyway just out of the path is the rest of you, I imagine. John, at least, step aside, don't make eye contact, look at the ground. You can't see any part of the human beneath the suit. Um, the masks of the Hell Knight Fallhelms uh, almost carved like the faces of black metal demons on the front, and the visage of Asmodeus wrought into the chest of the cuirass. A massive ornamental thing uh, that must make the armor terribly heavy, uh, but something that's never seen outside of their order. And uh, as they walk by, one of them continuing down the road, one of them with a with lantern, he looks at the group of you, he looks at John as he walks past, and he, his footsteps kind of slow. Just nod. Just nod at him. Good luck keep out going. there. And he uh, reaches down to a scroll at his hip, and uh, with one motion sort of unfurls it and holds up a piece of parchment with a sketch of what looks to be a young woman uh, with pretty short hair, uh, kind of brushed off to the side, uh, brought even shorter, uh, almost down to the point of, but almost like mine, around the sides and the back, uh, and a, a fairly angular, conventionally pretty face, of kind of larger eyes set sort of high up above her cheekbones, giving her almost a like an elven appearance in some ways, but uh, her clearly rounded and smallish ears set back in her head, defining her definitely human. Any of you have scenes this woman? Nah, no, but it's good to put a face to the name. We'll be looking for her. Darren's going to stare at it till he can memorize it, um, shake his head, but his eyes are firmly on it as he's checking every single feature. No, sir, but I'll keep an eye out. Rolls it back up. Suck it in his belt. We should go home. That's where we're heading, sir. Have a good night. Continues his walk. Uh, catch up with the second of the Hell Knights here. Once they're gone, I'll dip back into the party behind Darren. <laughs> I put my head out of the trash can. Are they gone yet? As you hear You're the clear. Oh, yeah. So those are Hell Knights. I've never actually seen a Hell Knight in person. Uh, they are rarely seen mm-hmm. throughout the streets of Corvosa. It is an incredibly... Like, those of you who live here may very well never have seen a Hell Knight in person. You're imposing. Basically, what happens if you take Hell, and you take a Knight, and you glue them together. That's just the wood. I I saw them in in the street the night of the riot. They were terrifying. Well, they ain't nice, but they get the job done. I mean, it seems very polite to me. Ask us a curt question. Didn't hit me. Didn't hit him. So that's... Oh, they, that's a positive in my book. They they they, they worship Asmodeus. I find them distasteful. I'll put it this way. As long as you're not their the enemy, then they won't mess with you. Exactly. It doesn't matter who they worship, what they do. They get the job done, and they don't hurt people who ain't looking for a hurt. That's not exactly... That's, that's not what I it, hear. It doesn't feel right. It don't have to feel right. It ain't our job. That much I can agree on. Let, let's get, get these letters. We can't hell nice and I ain't dealing with them. That's all there. I ain't. Exactly. I ain't gonna fight that. That's how you die. What, what, what did they say to you? Hmm? 
Oh, they asked if we had seen the person and actually had a sketch instead yeah. of just going and randomly breaking down doors. So I'll give them credit for that. Yeah, the good news is this uh, Fontaine lady is apparently a lady and a human from the L looks of things. Looks a bit like an elf, but definitely human. I might be able to recognize her if I see her again. Yeah, if we see her, we'll know. It stands pretty out. distinct haircut. And pretty distinct face, actually, compared to most of Corvosa. She huh. doesn't, uh, notably, she doesn't look super Verisian because uh, Verisian figure uh, features are typically fairly heavy. Um, the the only thing that really looks like that on her face is her eyes. They're, they're, their features are usually fairly heavy, fairly wide. Uh, Verisians are uh, almost kind of like broad faced, and hers is again very narrow, almost the opposite. Uh, so whether or not she isn't Verisian or maybe just. Her family hadn't lived in the city for long, or, well, there could be any number of causes, but she is quite distinctive. You, you know, once we get back to the the barracks, maybe I'll I'll try to do a reading and, and figure out where she's hiding. You know, not a bad idea. I Couldn't mean, hurt. I mean, the cards have been le leading us to, to people who we need to find. She's someone that we might need to find. I assume we're walking at this point. Let's, yeah, you're, right, you're yeah, walking, yeah, yeah. I assume you're walking. Point, unless, yeah. unless finding her is our next job, I think we should probably focus on your nephew first. Well, ain't no harm in pulling some cards. If it puts a mind at ease, let it be. Mm. As West Dock and the greater district of Midland fall behind you as you get closer to the southern end of the city, uh, so too does the worst of the madness. Any, all of the damage, any of the vandalism is just concentrated within this small area on the bank of the river. Uh, to the south, uh, there are still some uh, errant people milling about that you pass. All of them are just making their way up towards this district or towards Castle Corvosa. Um, there is no, there are no mobs, there are no riots, there is no vandalism down here. Hmm. Uh, it, the wrath of the city is much more pointed, much more directed this time, but make no mistake, it seems to be becoming equally as vicious. You know, it doesn't... You'd think that someone poisons the king and it's the only stranger in the castle. They would have had the suspect named, you know, sooner than a week out. Well... Wouldn't think it would, like... I mean, it could have... I don't know. It could have quelled a riot early on if you actually had a culprit. Let's make it worse. It, it, if, if I was the queen and I... Or the, the queen's advisors and I... I wanted to just distract people from wanting to, to kill me. I, I would give them another target. Yeah. Could have also been something slow. No, the king has been dead for a long time. Right? Yeah. The king died like that. Four or five days? It's yeah. Almost, the king, it's been nearly, nearly a week. At this like point. She could have been out of the castle when it happened. Yeah, mm. well, maybe I guess I shouldn't speculate. I, I don't. Well, I don't have. I don't facts. understand any of this. To be However, honest with she you, did it. it was well planned, and she got away. So you're telling me, Corvosa? This happens in Corvosa often. The riots well, and the dying of the heir, the dying of the rulers. Uh, often's a bit subjective. Basically, yeah. And it riots every single time. Well, I, I don't well, know. Maybe about there was that one that was a while ago. That was before me. It wouldn't. I would say, well, not everyone is always happy when the power changes. 
there has been nothing like this. No, and, like this. Yeah. No. Uh, there have been a riotless, like no one is displeased. I mean, not like there's usually protesting, yeah. but it's is you. There would not have been in the time that you've been alive in Corvosa riots. Yeah, before. not this. Not like he's not asking. Like, riots like is, is there yeah. always? Oh, like protests. Yeah. yeah, riots. No. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say if there's always riots every time the power it's changes in this city, city <laughs> exactly. it's what down. So I'm saying, my got my rioting kit. <laughs> they sell them on the corner. Oh boy, King's dead again. Fork. <laughs> <laughs> this one's. Oh, I love riot. <laughs> Out of It's uh, it's a lot more extreme than your average protest and whatnot. Usually, there's a little bit of discourse. This one's like full blown butt hurt. <laughs> that, that's a very apt term for it. But but I'm, I mean I'm I'm just saying I I, I don't I don't even know if she, I don't I don't Actually, believe when your it. Hurt, you can't sit still. That's and at this point, uh, interrupted, you hear a massive explosion. Um, oh, there goes what, the artist. What hears, <laughs> What sounds like a terrible rending of stone, uh, rubble. Uh, and debris scattering and falling, and you see a large cloud of dust explode out of the ground in front of you. How? Not back towards Midland. Um, oh. Probably like 30, 40 feet away. Pretty close. Close, yeah. Um, and after this first blast, this first burst, oh uh, you still hear the sounds of big chunks of stone moving. Uh, but you can't see much of anything that's happened as you are near, immediately assailed by the cloud of dust <sighs> that explodes out from this rubble. Jeez, uh, take cover to the side. <laughs> gun's already out, just in case. Scythe's out. And uh, this, well, you were not really super paying attention to what was in front of you. You didn't see anything. Um, you are now all the way down to Pillar Hill. Uh, probably like... Six minutes back, uh, if that, from Sutterdahl Volshevik, uh, near the end of your journey. And as this dust settles and you can start to see, you hear a low, rattling groan and the sounds of squishy, heavy flesh moving around as more rubble and scree is cast aside. Oh, boy. As the dust settles, you see a chasm blown in the ground where it looks like the street itself has ruptured outward and a creature a fairly large bulbous crawling thing with three trunk-like legs and three long uh, noodle-like appendages ending in wide paddles crawling up out of the hole Figures. nearly its entire body opening to rings and rings and rings of teeth as a long winding tongue paws its way around the environment. You know, sure, this might as well happen Let's too. Let me guess, another Corvosan regular tourist attraction. Uh, I put that one as an irregular. I ain't seen that before. I have no idea what that is. Guys, yeah, the same. Make me an occultism check. Anyone who is trained. He's loud and he makes noises and I like I am not trained. Guess who's not say. trained. Ooh, he pretty. Fred. You got a token? Okay. Now he is bursting not out of the main road here, uh, but off a side road uh, 
down that you're, you're walking past. You're trying to cut That's through fair. around the back of this area. So we are. Is he, is he something that might be familiar to me because I've been, been underground a lot? If you're and trained in occultism. Maybe while mining, like like lore mining or lore. Very much an underground creature. He's a kind of loud underground creature. Um, he's a mining lore? I would let you mining lore. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like this music. This is Sirenscape music. Sirenscape. Nice. Some good wow. music. Sirenscape, uh, yeah, I learned that Sirenscape actually has its own music. Yeah. I don't have to make a separate playlist. So close. We kind of got all the thematic Age of Ashes songs at this point, but like the Sirenscape music is pretty good, too. I, I really, can do everything. I really like this one. F- 15? 15, you have no idea what this thing is. But Spoilers, it's going to be dead. I am going to need you all to roll initiative. As it looks around, almost kind of confused. Um, do we have, um, sorry to interrupt, do we have our exploration action? Yeah, yeah, so I'm scouting. scouting. Yeah. scouting uh, I'm going to stealth. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd be after the Hell Knights, absolutely reasonable. And it'd be better about asking for exploration activities, but that's fair. I usually just assume they're always I assume up. it's the same things. You guys, yeah. everyone usually We're, falls into like a thing you're usually doing, and I just generally assume you're doing that when we're traveling. Um, does anyone normally recalling knowledge? I don't think so. No, no. We, don't have, we don't have a knowledge. We don't have we're a, not smart. All right, Arden. I'm not smart. 26. Topic. Ooh, 26. Ref? 17. So I think the lowest you've ever rolled. <laughs> Loblin? Oh, 19. I have improved initiative. 13. <laughs> John? 22. And Aaron. Also 22. Who wants to go first? I will go first. Sure. Man with mini weapon. Ah. Which he, one do you have out? He decides who goes. And decides out. Oh, okay. That's what he just defaults to if he's called off guard. Fair. And this creature looks, uh, again, almost confused as it pulls itself up. It's not in a great hurry. Uh, but you see its attention as it comes up is not immediately focused on you. Um, down the alley kind of opposite from you in this larger space uh, back kind of the adjacent street to where you're traveling. Uh, There were a couple of folk just sort of in the alley much closer to the explosion itself. Um, And its attention is very much turned towards them. One of them bolts immediately and the other guy um, just panicked deer in headlights look on his face as this thing turns towards him. Do we have a token? I want a token, please. Anything? That'll Ooh. work. That'll work. There is. Hey, look, it's an actual token. Hey. Arden. Uh, Arden, seeing that it, it's focusing on, on people, um, would, would like it to not do that. Uh, so he is going to uh, raise his hands and start to shape uh, the ground around the thing and claws made of rock are going to slam shut on the thing and try to pull it back down in the ground. Okay. Uh, that's going to be uh, my focus spell, Crushing Ground, and I'm going to need him to make a reflex save, which I have a sense that he might not be good at. He does not look like a terribly coordinated monster, does he? Either has too many legs or not enough. I think he has three. 17. Th- that is going to fail? Uh, so he is going to be uh, flat-footed, uh, minus 10 uh, to his speed, and he is going to take uh, 4d6 bludgeoning damage. Okie dokie. This is the first time I've used it, so I figured I would say what it did. May I have there, a d6, there. please? Uh, the hole in the I ground assume. closes back up around <laughs> his legs before he can get all the way out. Uh, it's going to be 15. 
And with this incantation, this strange creature um, doesn't turn its body, but turns the third of these tentacles, as soon as he's sprouting near out from the top of it, turns the paddle and winds it around sideways towards the alleyway. And you can see on the underside of it what look first almost like suckers, like an octopus, are eyeballs, hmm. a grid of them on oh. the underside of this appendage as it turns that to look down the alley towards you before the rest of its body even rotates. Well, that's horrifying. Uh, and my, for, for my last action, I'm going to raise shield. You are the one in the center of the alley here, just happened to be there as they were walking by. Uh, with your shield up, as he grabs onto when it turns its attention to you, uh, its maw opens wide, and uh, it makes another one of these gurgling roars. And the five of you are all absolutely assailed by an overwhelming stench. I need to make everybody make a fortitude save. Oh, it sounds like sewage. That's uh, it smells like sewage that's been left to rot in the in the sun for weeks. Ref sixteen. Um, that will fail, Arden. Uh, eighteen. That will fail, Goblin. That is going to be a twenty-three. That will succeed, John. Fourteen. That will fail and Darren. Uh, twenty-one. That will succeed. Are those you failed are sickened one as this just assails you. And hey, I, I got cards. Yeah, we, we got status. I gave you guys the status cards. Yeah. Now there's not a pile. Uh, sickened is like frightened, but does not go down on its own. You have to spend actions to attempt to reduce it. Um, but you are so nauseated, it's difficult to focus. Uh, John. All right, then do me a favor. Get to the other side of him. I'm going to dash around. Two and actions. You know these streets. You, you know Corvo, yeah. so which is why this map is just revealed around him. You can absolutely just do that. Yeah. And to see, I'm just hoping, actually. John's just running and hoping there's a way this way. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> oh, you're disgusting. He is a truly disgusting creature. And I'm going to prepare myself to strike in tandem with Darren when he gets around to it to strike it. Take you one? Oh, to aid. Either aid. Okay, fair yep. enough, fair enough. Um, so, Darren, then. Um, so, this thing looks fun. Uh, this, this building that I'm, uh, that I'm near, uh, is it, um, does it look climbable? Is it one story or two stories? You're pretty far to the south now, so down in Highbridge, most of the structures here are two level. It's a lot of storefronts that have the okay. domiciles above them, uh, is the majority of the area here, or just taller uh, apartment complexes. I would say it's probably two, mostly really two-story. Okay. Can I fit on that diagonal if I just charge straight down the alley at it and then could I slide across the okay. side from where Darren, from where... Um, I think you need to tumble through him. I have to tumble through him? Much in the way. Between him and the rubble of the street where he's burst up, you'd have to do acrobatics through. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll do that. So I'm going to stride down. I'm going to tumble through. Acrobatics? Okay, that's a 14, 22. That'll definitely succeed. Uh, so leave you on his backside with one action left as John is ready to aid you. Uh, quick draw trident and stab him. All right, aid. The thing we forget frequently is that tumbling through is itself a separate action. It doesn't just use part of your speed. Yep. yep. Um, so that would be a total of a... More than 20? It's more than 20. 
Okay, yeah. and you get a plus one. You don't have a bonus to the amount, right? It's just plus one. I have, no, not to the amount. Okay. Yep. But 23. Is, but he is flat-footed. Uh, 23. Yeah, he's flat-footed because he's flanked. 23 will absolutely catch him. He has a large, fleshy beast, but you're surprised as you're trying to stick into it. It doesn't bury itself very deep. Hmm. Uh, but this thing looks soft, almost wet over its entire body. Um, he seemed to rebut the, the prongs recently well. Interesting. All right, uh, that's uh, uh, 12 damage. And not... Uh, Not 11. in like a he has DR kind of way, and just that he, he has a pretty tanky AC kind of way. Yeah, 11. Mm -hmm. I don't want to mislead you. <laughs> All right, 11 damage. Two solid hits on this thing. Uh, it, it only seems, if anything, bothered as it readies to whirl these massive tentacles around uh, to defend itself. Reth. It's like I'm mucking a horse stable with my nose. Oh, my God. Five foot step up. Bring that rifle up the bear and pop okay. this thing. I just getting it off to the edge. Fair enough. Around the corner. Just bang. A gunshot <laughs> echoing down. Right next to Arden's ear. Suppressor's still on. I never Not shot. Not a bang. You just hear a whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a whoosh as a chunk of something is about to disappear. A chunk of that is about to disappear. That's a 19. Ooh, May your uh, first critical? Let's see. It's not going to be my first critical because no, the critical. gun's out. Like the pop already. Uh, 31. 31 to its is flat a critical, footed. though. Woo! <laughs> 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 They're sound effects. Guess what I rolled for initiative? Stealth. Stealth. Guess what I get? D6 to finally damage. use. Oh my god, you're doing a sniper The sniper thing. way. No! I get a D6 and fatal D12. I get So one of those boy. D12s doesn't yep. double. So The red one is not going to double. Okay, fair enough. Nice. So, is that a one? No, that's a seven on the red, a ten on the double, and a six on the uh, precision. So that becomes 12. This becomes 20. So that's 24... 39. Plus 30. Wait, so. You double the six. You double 16, everything but the red, right? 32. 36. 42 total damage. Woo! So, this. Fatal is hard to count. Yeah, I think it's weird. One doubling, one not. This shot absolutely blasts um, through this eye covered panel um, that it has kind of held up in the alleyway here. And you see it blow through the backside uh, as all of this thing's tentacles and legs retract a bit as it screeches and winces in pain. Uh, but. And covered reload. It is going to. You're... Was your gun loaded in the first place? When did you load your gun for the first shot? I never unloaded it from when I had it loaded. You can't transport it when it's loaded. Oh, well then. So. Covered reload here. Either way, I mean. Before cover. you shot it. Yeah. Um, and it, as it winces from this, this panel flailing around, um, spraying a clear, uh, very almost like watery blood around that just smells unbelievably foul. Somehow adding to the putrid stench emitting out from this thing. Uh, one of these side tentacles, which looks like it's ended with a bunch of fleshy barbs, slaps down, attempting to wrap around Darren. What? In reaction to that attack. Oh. 
Come and get me, you big ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> this bullet hits. This thing is instead going to turn and squeeze itself into this alleyway up to the north towards Wrath and towards the gunshot. It's minus 10 uh, speed. Which is absolutely going to provoke. Yes, it is. And it is slow. Hey. Um, For a total of a 28. And it's still flat-footed, so yep. that's a crit. Oh, oh God. Perfect size. John, what happens? Oh, it's... <laughs> we blendered it. literally killed it in one shot. Yeah. Literally, as it's going wow. to move, I like, just try to figure out where it's headed and just bring the scythe down and pull with all my might and my weight falling backwards on my rump. So I played a card that fascinates it when it attacks someone else, forcing it to deal with me. Knowing that it would run from Distract you. Distract foe. <laughs> it's fascinating with you. It can't in this condition until it takes a hostile action against you or the combat ends. So it immediately scrambled for him. It was going to take, since it's so slow and squeeze, it would take two move actions mm -hmm. to get within melee range of you. And then it had to hit me with a cover gone. bonus. God, that was like the you. perfect, like that, everything wow, went dude. right. It's that's the opposite <laughs> of the level one of Sting <laughs> That was a beautifully executed. Stay in the sewer, Octug. We looked confident. Octug for anyone who didn't know. And as this is an Octug, which we we played Pathfinder, that basically everyone knows it's out of character. As this Octug collapses, the scythe ripping through its body into a fleshy just lump on the ground. The one guy who's back in the corner, wide-eyed, quickly throws himself up and just darts the other direction down an alleyway. Uh, putting, yeah, oh yeah, so, uh, putting any, as he goes, pushes off on his right leg and putting any weight in his left leg, he just stumbles down almost to all fours as he tries to keep himself going and just bolting away from this thing. Same. Um, it's probably one of the worst things he's ever smelled. I don't blame him. Oh, probably one of the worst, worst things he's ever seen. <laughs> and also smelled. Well, also are fair. horrible. We're, 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 we're kind of good. I mean, I didn't even get to do anything yet, but it's all right. <laughs> I see. I see why you carry that gun on the honey trips. Jeez, well, it's not my first time dealing with something that size. First time doing something like that. Let's get away from it. Ugh. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to try and rip off just pieces. Eat it. <laughs> oh, cook God. it. Save it for later. Never mind. I'm good. You're not, just, that into the, you're not bringing that into the castle Bolshevik. Is, is there no just guard around? There's just... Even after the gunshot from the Arquebus rings out, as you're recovering yourselves, nobody... Suppressed. That's true. Suppressed. No one even knows that happened. <laughs> it never happened. The perfect stuff off. <laughs> it Thank sounds you. like I just shot a CO2. There would definitely have been some screaming. There was a literal explosion out of the ground. Yeah. Nobody comes. They're busy. No guards come. You're 200 yards from Sutterdale Bolshevik. N nothing happened, yes. officer. I no, mean, to no be... No guards well, come. Nobody responds. I guess we should report this I along think, with everything else. Yeah, as well as we report I mean, it, but I'm not touching that. I'm it's, not cleaning that up. Well, that's not my job. Above my pay grade, actually. I got it. Not my problem. <laughs> I just light the corpse on fire. <laughs> no, no, you're not. It's going to smell he, like as burning as bodies. As he throws this spell out onto the Otug, the smell of <laughs> burning... <laughs> And now we see. Why? Tell you what, oh. I'm taking the end of my arcubus, which smells like nothing but black powder, and just that's my that's my fucking excuse me. That's oh, my, uh, oh. Put your mouth in the no. barrel of your gun. No, up here like it's smelling. Okay. I'm not gonna put. That's only a little bit better. <laughs> so 
I have earplugs. I'm I'm gonna use them it's and put them up my nose. It's way better than that. I have breath control. I'm gonna stop breathing. It's way better than this. So the problem was this. The this problem was do this. Don't <laughs> smell. The end of an arquebus. The no, problem with your one. solution, Floblin, is now that we have to sit here and watch the body burns and make sure no building around it catches on fire. I will not be tied into arson. I will just blame it on the ball. Seth's lying. And now, this flame <laughs> burns out within the course of maybe 30 seconds, a minute, as it seems to have just seared out an outer layer that had been rusted or grimed over the skin of this thing and not really burn the flesh itself. But where it's burned, uh, it is drier now. It doesn't look like a moistened pile of mottled flesh. It's a dry pile of mottled flesh. Uh. And now the, the smell of this incredibly putrid <laughs> sewage and again flaming uh. fecal matter. Oh, tubes are disgusting. Hang overwhelmingly. <laughs> All right, Flabba, we're getting you away from here before you get any other ideas. Come on, uh, we're well, going. Uh, get I this was just no, no, off this uh, way. No, go, 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 uh, go. Let's let's go back to the frog castle. march. <laughs> of you. I got to make clean your up. way. I'm trying to gnaw him. I'm just apologizing to the side the entire time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had no choice. And uh, nauseated and, uh, with a hell of a day behind you. The group you make the march up to Citadel Bolshevik where you can see there isn't even the usual pair of guards stationed at the gatehouse. Uh-oh. That's um, not good. And, the, and it's open? The gate itself is closed. Okay. Uh, okay. The portal is sealed. Uh, but the, like the gatehouse, it's it's a citadel. It was a castle once. It is now more of an office. There is like an entrance to the gatehouse next to it that could be a bypass. Uh, but the portcullis is sealed, and there are no guards immediately present outside the citadel. Alden, we're just going through the gatehouse. <sighs> is the door open? The gatehouse door is not open. N knock. Well, uh, knock first, I guess. Then I'll try to pick the lock. As you knock, echoing through this, nothing. It, it, it it's us. Does anyone still work here? No, they're probably asleep. Probably just us. All right. Honestly. Well, I see. Like, let me let me see if I can handle the lock. Like I don't know. This is gonna be a lot harder than some. You get your tension wrench and your lever in there. The door opens. Oh, thank God. Tools still in front of you here. Um, and you see only a, a single guard there who looks across the group view. Reporting oh. back. We have to see the marshal. Hurry in. Come on. Excuse the smell. What? <laughs> big sewage it's monster. Possible. It's a big sewage monster. I really don't want to talk about it. We, 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 we killed it's it. It's dead, but it's, oh my god, that alleyway. You might want to send someone to go clean it up. Put I don't. out of here into the courtyard, please. And uh, holds the door closed behind you and uh, locks it up again. And just... Oh, this is for you. I just throw him a wet rag. I've been wiping myself you, down you, with. You, you have, ah. you have prestidigitation. <laughs> Clean us off. Oh, right. Hold on. He does. And Floblin does like it's a little. I am up the counter rag level. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't make it worse. I, I, my version I don't of like make that it. Intro. <laughs> I don't trust. So what I do for my spell specifically, I clap my hands together, I do a thing, and I just puff the smoke around you guys. Now you just smell like smoke. I don't think this smoky sewage. I don't think this is any better. No, it smells like that. It's supposed to clean us off. 
don't think that's how the spell death. works. Apparently, well, you, you get this scent of charcoal in your in your nostrils, which is admittedly much better. I, I like charcoal, but it's a like single casting match. of prestidigitation is certainly not I mean, going to be enough to overwhelm the ocean. It's my own fragrance of cologne. Uh, but you <laughs> arrive in the courtyard to see once again Corvosa or uh, Bolshevik, more or less abandoned. Uh, there is hmm. basically nobody on duty, and you can see uh, the light from the lantern in a single window above you in the keep, which you know is the field marshal's office. Um, it is near midnight at this point, but the city, once again, falling rapidly back down towards anarchy. Mm-hmm. All hands on deck. All the staff of the Citadel, just as it was starting to recover, immediately dispatched back out to the castle, back into the Midland, back into the city. Is that two or three times in the course of one week? I think two. it was two, okay. yeah. The death of the king, and now the Whatever's public going. discovery of an assassin. Where are you guys going? Are you going up the field marshal's office? I am. I am. They think they want to master, obviously. <laughs> Gotta wake I'm him up, going tell to get some charcoal no out of the fireplace and munch on it. You grab, uh, you, you grab uh, some charcoal out of a brazier I, 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 on I'm, your way into the keep, and the five of you make your way to the field marshal's maybe office. Maybe we should change first. Let's get this. Let's get the job done. Then I'll change and take a shower so afterwards. The door hangs open to uh, Field Marshal Croft with a trio of, uh, based on their uh, emblems, other high-ranking officers of the guard. And uh, she's got her hands down on her desk. And she's just leaned over it. Uh, a map of the city in front of her, and some papers to either side. And she's uh, looks up to the group that are coming. Well, you're alive. That's good. And successful. Excuse the smell. And uh, she pulls one hand up to a salute to the officers. Uh, Captain, watch sergeant. These... Uh, can you... Can you leave us for a moment, please? Dismissed. And uh, they, standing much straighter, snapping their salutes off much more mechanically, and give quizzical looks to the group of you as three of them file out of the room. And uh, leaving... The five of you just in the office with Field Marshal Croft. And she kind of sinks down to her elbows, puts her hand all the way down in her palms. Oh, I love with all or anything that is holy. Tell me you have something. Two yeah. somethings. We got two Letters. entire sums. And uh, you can see her face is like hanging. Uh, massive. Uh, what, what's been developing? She's never been particularly well rested <laughs> since you've known her, but she's worn it well. Croft is exhausted beyond reason here. Thank God. Supposedly, these are very, very, very damning. That's something. Hopefully, it's one less problem that the city's going to have, but. Hard, I imagine. There's no way you haven't. And ran into on the way back. Also, the sewage system's apparently starting to go. We had a monster come up out of it. An O2? Was it a... Three tentacles. Eyes oh, open. yeah, that's oh, the one. Yeah, big yep, old yep. stink of thing. Was oh, my God. Missing please. a tentacle and a head now? Yeah, it's dead. We left it in the alley. Ran into it on the way back. Well, that's the smell you smell. I can't even notice, honestly. That's good, because... It's awful. Well, that's... Far... You took it down yourselves. Usually, we have to dispatch an entire squadron and deal with the robot. I have to handle. I have to hand it to Reth and that gun right there. Yes. Put a bullet right through it. Gun is the size of a Hell Knight's halberd, so I suppose that's understandable. 
Well, thank you. Not only for these letters, but for dealing with that. We certainly have enough going on. Look. No. You, um... Go rest. Uh, this isn't your fight to fight, and you've done all I asked and more. Thank you for these. I'll ensure they get into the right hands. Thank you, Field Marshal. And, uh... Hang in there. Let us know if you need anything else. Try some yep. tea. I hope that helps with the wariness. <laughs> I'll have the time to brew it. Do me a favor. Uh, on your way down, can you... Oh, please tell me Down the stairs, head down the main hall, uh, first main junction on the right, by the portrait of... Uh, by the old Chalice coat of arms, hanging in the center by the old portrait of the first kings of Corvosa. Uh, take a right into the other wizard's office. There's a second door on your left. Can you fetch it for me, please? Absolutely. The the fetch fetch the the door. Wizard. Oh, the wizard. Yes, of course. Thank you. You are tired, don't you? And if you're still willing to raise arms for Kavosa, do what you can for the city. Report to me in the morning, but rest first. I'll ask no more of you this night. You've done more than enough. At your service, man. I've almost forgotten about all of this, but. Can do. See you in the morning. What? Off to me? You know, me trash can now. She puts her hand up, kind of shakes her head like, what am I doing? <laughs> and goes back to the map. And there's the three of you, or, or five of you, it's all of you now. Uh, the five of you make your way out. Well. Main junction, take a right. There's sure a lot going on in Corvosa. No, it was make a lamp. Can things just stop going wrong for five do, minutes? Absolutely maybe? not. Do, do you think she means it was a real wizard, or is that like a nickname? So, do you have a... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's an Where, where would I go about getting a gun like that? <laughs> well... But O-Tubes erupting from the sewers, the city falling back to riots once more. There's fires in the streets, but it's Foblin's fault. They burned out pretty fast, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. This city sucks. This is definitely not. Well, I, I am sure the field marshal will have more for us the literal second <laughs> that we have rested and prepared ourselves for another day of duty. We're definitely not done here. We're just getting into the hook, everyone. Thank you oh for boy. being here. Thank you for your support. Thank Thanks. you for hanging out. Thank you raiders are still back around. You're the best. That was a great time for that to come in immediately at the beginning of the stream. I know we've had some weird video issues today with like the kind of screen tearing, a little glitching. I have no idea what's causing that. I've never experienced something like that in my life, in my like 10 years of streaming. I've no idea how to fix it, but I got a week to figure it out because we'll see you guys next Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Another episode of The Hook, our first chapter. Curse the Crimson Throne, second edition. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your Good night. Good night. Here's Volcorvosa.